I don't know if it's necessary for me to like walk through why how we arrived here. Yeah, I mean, because whatever you know, like the, the the this whole project is a, a collage of uh, things thrown together. Mm-hmm. Just kind of what you were feeling like doing, you know, because like yeah, the project was it's like get out know. the Excel experience, but like you know, I was we were only there for so long, and like I don't right. remember most of it. Right, so like, right. you know. I mean, I'd still like to continue, you know, it's always grounded in that. Of it's course. always going to be. Of course. Um, Part of it was to develop an audience that would understand the shorthand, you know? People yeah, that, yeah, yeah. The, the vibe, you know, whether TTI alums are just people who can relate, you yeah. know, to human stories. But so we don't have to every episode be like, there's the school. You know, you can just throw in. When when this happened, it reminded me. Of, you know, people probably yeah, know who and, Jamie. And is. And we also don't have to every episode be like, "This is this kind of episode, and here's why we did." But whatever. True, true, true. Um, I, I am going to do that though. Yeah. Uh, so, Cowboys uh, VP of Communication. We mentioned this last time. Rich Dalrymple. Yes. Uh, was uh, resigned suddenly, and it was revealed in an ESPN story that he resigned suddenly the day after company lawyers have been contacted alleging that uh, he had uh, filmed some cheerleaders while they were changing and okay. uh, also well, uh, so taken an upskirt picture of the boss's daughter while on camera. On camera. Yeah. And the boss is his boss, so the, the P of communication. Jerry Jones. Bro. Jerry Jones's daughter. Yeah, Charlotte Jones Anderson. Oh, my goodness, man. I did not realize that. Holy smokes. Yeah. And then a yeah. uh, question for you. So... How was he filming the cheerleaders? I never got that part. So it was a kickoff luncheon. Uh, they have those, you know, like at the kickoff of every season. Okay, like um, a prayer breakfast kind of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, so there's like four cheerleaders there to just kind of like stand there while people are like giving speeches, you know, that okay. kind of thing. Okay. Um, and they have the cheerleader locker room, which has a front door and a back door. There's usually security guards at both the front door and the back door while they're changing. But okay. in this instance, I don't know if it was just because there was four or some other random reason. Okay. There's only a security guard at the front door. Uh, oh, my God. So, But the back door was like a, you got to have a, a pass card. Yeah, but I'm saying so did he like sco- he noticed this? Hard to know, you know. We're not in his. He denies that the whole thing happened. Oh, okay, okay. So uh, it's important that we say this is all allegedly. Yeah, but uh, well, I, I mean, think, it's, it's not alleged that, uh, or it's not allegedly that there was not a security guard at the back door. That's a fact. Right, you know? right, right. Okay. What whether or not that influences behavior is an open question, but I think that the audience is probably drawing some conclusions. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. And uh, so the cheerleaders hear the door open, but it's like down a thing or whatever. Oh you know? shit. Um, and so they're like, hey, we're in here, you know, like, get the fuck out. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, assume that that, like, they can't see or whatever. So they just like, all right, well, that was weird. Anyways, <sighs> um, whatever. And then a couple minutes later, another one of them, like, looks over and, like, sees the phone. Oh, my god! It's, like, from, like, a half wall or whatever. And she, like, freaks the fuck out. And he, like, scuttles out of there. <laughs> and his explanation is uh because they got him on the key card like it's oh. you know, of course it's a tracked thing that his key card was used to open that back bro when was this uh 2015 okay so they got him on the key card um but he was like 
Yeah, I mean, I did open that door, but like I just wanted to use the restroom and I like got lost or whatever. Oh, okay. So he, it's like a modified Shaggy. It was me, but it <laughs> yeah. wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and, you know, the, the most glaring thing to me so is. So he happened to be in there when a, a, another dude was. I mean, I think that he's just saying that there was no filming. Like, oh, okay, and it's not like they're it's lying. nobody, or no they're crime. confused. Yeah, it's not like they had the phone. Well, yeah, okay. Uh, oh, here gosh. is like kind of the most significant thing in his favor. Um, they, uh, the you know, they were reported. This was to HR, like the head of HR, within you know twenty minutes. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they had him turn over the phone. They examined the phone forensically. I'm going to tell you right now. Okay, go ahead. Nothing was on there, and yeah, okay, according to them, right. nothing was deleted, and nothing was sent. 2015? Yeah. I'm going to tell you as some, a lawyer who hired, like, I don't know who the Cowboys law firm is, but you know uh -huh. what I mean? How now, do you not? I hired, You're a lawyer in Dallas, dude. I mean, I don't know. You don't know who's got that, that book? They that probably book have of many of them. I would think they have many, many of them. Okay. Uh, I'm also... I'm just saying, I've hired. I'm, I'm sure I've hired the same forensic people that they have. Okay. Like literally, literally. Then I'm in this very case, interested in, in what you're about place. to say. I'm gonna say, in my experience, it ain't that cookie cutter, man. Especially yeah. back then, it was you could get stuff deleted. Like, but between it getting to you know the incident and getting it to the forensic guy, once it gets frozen, uh, they can say we didn't detect any deletion and be telling the truth, but. That's it's almost like proving a negative, you know what I mean? It's like I just would have thought, like it's my understanding of especially like a phone like that. Like a lot of times, whenever you're deleting something, mm -hmm. there is no like active. It's just telling the thing. It's still there, but like it's telling you that uh, you can write over it if you need to. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. Like I, you're just telling your computer, like this is the stuff we don't care about, and you can write whatever you want over here. Yeah, I believe you. All I know is I'm just saying like there were instances when I had phones to these guys and I was like, yo, we need to know if something got deleted in there. Like between you and me, I can't tell you that. I can okay. tell you if I saw that something got deleted, but I can't. Okay, I, can't I take tell that. You that yeah. Nothing got deleted. You know? um, but also he could have just not taken a picture. Like he was trying to, then they got, ah, and then he just ran out. This is Revenge of the Nerds fantasy, man. Yeah, yeah. This is like, that is a wild dude. I mean, I don't want to give away the game about what we're doing here. So, you know. Well, the, the other thing is, it. as far as that, like the thing that I zeroed in on, uh, you know, like I was prepared and, you know, I'm modifying that based upon the information you gave me. But I, I was prepared to trust the experts and say there's nothing was deleted off the phone. But they ask him, uh, do you have a personal phone? He's just like, no. <laughs> and that's yeah, it yeah, yeah, like that's yeah. the end of the i think that they did like uh check like some kind of like you know like the company records and like check what his phone number was listed on there and it was like a landline okay okay you know but i'm i'm also super interested just like people I think everyone... know like if if he had a personal phone he's got like you know friends certainly but like no coworker, like he ever saw, like you know whether or not he phones. had a personal phone. I've I I have two phones. Yeah, uh, yeah. I never told my coworkers about it. That was like kind of the point. Oh really? Yeah, because well, you know, I got 
I got privacy. I need, I like. Yeah, no, I mean, I know people who have a company phone, and uh, it's well in this day and age. It seems like a really bad idea to me to not have a private one if you have a company one. Almost everyone, if you have work email and you install like the app that you give like the permissions to, um, maybe the I don't think this is just. The I mean, my work thing. email is just like in the mail app. Did yeah? So did you have to do like a b b y o d? policy or anything like that bring your own device that's what they call it my point is like anytime i you, don't think so. you may not have like a confidentiality thing installed on your phone but in corporate america um everything is considered confidential basically by like every company so i it will make you as part of uh, getting your phone reimbursed you have to agree to the policy which lets them install the app which doesn't do anything like it it never i've never seen it would be insane dude uh it just doesn't exist like no one's monitoring or digging up shit and it's actually like weird like people sometimes get worried they think big brothers at work like if you hit a filter and and your company is one where if you hit a filter you got to talk to somebody why were you searching like big titty babes or whatever mm-hmm. like that's gonna happen but based on what your photos are or what you're texting or whatever, you know, there are some algorithms that claim to pick up like the vibe of your company and watch it shift and all that. But my point is like, nobody's really monitoring unless there's an investigation. And then it's like, you happen to see yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, but you never want to, you know? Yeah, exactly. So that's why be I, safe, I mean, for, for me, you know, like that. And I got this idea actually from a client at a, like a, a very, a company everyone uses and has heard of. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, you're an idiot. If, like, I mean, if you have anything on your phone that you don't want the people you work with knowing about, you're crazy. Yeah. Like, just you have no... And the thing is, like... Uh, That's how I feel. I'd like, a workplace investigation lawyer, like, you have no idea until you start looking at them the scope of the net of whose emails get pulled in, like, to when you're, like, looking through everything for, like, lawsuits. So it's like... You could just be a supervisor of a supervisor, you know what I mean? Like three levels down, but somehow your shit gets called in and then you're divorced. Cause you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. like somehow like some wild stuff gets out. It's so nuts. Uh so anyway, my point is like it totally makes sense that he would have two phones. Yeah. Like, yeah. I that's that's what I'm saying. That was what I zeroed in on. Uh, you know, and like the ladies describe seeing, or the, it was, there's four of them in there. One of them is the one that saw the phone. The other three, like by the time they reacted to what she was doing, they, like it wasn't there or whatever. I don't, or he was yeah, already yeah. like turning and running or something. Okay. Um, but she said it was a black iPhone. And I don't think that the story said, and I just would really like to know, like, is his company issued phone a black iPhone? Probably. I mean. What just, other kind is there? There's always like three or four colors, dude. I got a blue one. Look at that. Oh, that's sick. Pretty tight. They just came out with those, though. They didn't have those in twenty. But they've had uh, the you white did. ones for pretty Maybe much the, the entire time. Yeah, but that's not a football phone, dude. <laughs> You're I getting mean, laughed it, out of the building. If you nah, know, if it's you a clean it, look. The Cowboys. Phone, I guess. <laughs> they're a modern Ford-looking team. Dude. I mean, it's Cowboys colors. I was thinking the rose gold one. <laughs> 
that's also that just projects luxury. <coughs> this is a definitely my uh, my my prior workplace was fairly focused on the various like whether or not the color of your phone made you gay. Yeah, but uh, I've I've bristled every time. Like, I, I just think I they're tell. all great looking phones. I can tell. Now, of course, they are correct. If you have the big one, it's over. I have a well. I have two phones still, even though I haven't had a job. Now like you got that. a big one. Well, the last one I got, I did get the big one because I'm sorry. The, to like say. the phone that I walk around and use is, uh, you know, you've seen it. It's like an iPhone Seven or something. Yeah, it's old at this point. It's small, so I was like, I want one of the big joints. So when I did get my second phone, I got the. I was just like, give me the biggest one you got, and it's pretty big. I don't use it. I it I it made me so gay that I cracked my screen immediately. <laughs> I really did. Uh, but yeah, so I, I'm sure that everyone has seen the like uh, the episode description or whatever and knows that we're we're talking about the movie Shame. This has been uh, I've been meaning to rewatch this. I mean, I don't know. I guess since like the day I saw it, but like focused like the last several months, and then whenever this happened, I was like, I gotta give this one another look and then i i told you that and you were like you had a similar reaction of you know just like uh got to had had also been thinking about it and um you know it was just like maybe you should do it on the pod and i was like yeah maybe you know we'll see and then i watched the movie and by the time it was done i had you know a couple pages of notes and, yeah yeah and, yeah uh, uh, some some stuff i gotta get off my chest i got zero notes man i'm just coming basically to to help we got some mental notes. I'm oh, sure. I got mental notes, of course. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it today, like you know, right before I came. Yeah, I think that I don't. I'm I'm fairly certain this wasn't on the podcast, but the last there's there's been several instances where I'll make like a broad sweeping claim about my pot use to you, and then like within like a day, I'll be like, well, I see now that I was lying. <laughs> I didn't know that then, but I do now. And in this case, it's that uh, we were talking about, like, whenever I first started using it, like, it definitely helped me be creative. Uh-huh. And, like, that use just ceased at a certain point. Okay. Like, it just, I don't know. It's like a certain, like, I've found that as my pot use goes along, there's just no, like, sweet spot. Like, that's the tough thing. It's just, like, sure. either I don't feel it or it's, like, you're blotted out. You're, like, you know, you're drooling. It, the big thing is just going to sleep. Like it's either I'm can't feel anything or I need to go to sleep now. Okay. Um, and as I have gone through my thing for the last, you know, I mean, probably like nine months at this point of uh, doing right. it way less, that has receded. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. it's better. You Whenever, sleep pretty well, it seems, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, you know, just as, as I've uh, exerted more, you know, like uh, discretion there, um it, it has had the benefits that i was hoping to of like making the times i do it more enjoyable that's good um and this was uh quite definitely one of those times i felt like i was definitely oh, you smoke pot and watch sham yeah yeah oh, and, okay. I, and i was watching the movie in a way where like i i felt like i was oh, like, nice. I've, I've never had like a more like, like i just left it being like I fully understand now. Oh, and I don't no, think that's true, it, yeah, but it, yeah. I definitely was like, it's you a level of insight I wouldn't be able to like unlock, you know. It's a great piece of art, so probably the next time you watch it, you will have something different. But well, I watched it again to cut off audio nice. and make sure I was ready for this. Okay. Um, and there was definitely like some things that I didn't catch 
Because I'd only I'd saw it in theaters when it came oh, out. Oh wow, okay. What and was I that seen like? It since then. Oh, it was fucking awesome. Bunch of perverts. <laughs> yeah, no, it was in Austin. Uh, okay. I saw it with my wife. <laughs> I was like, I, you know, I heard this is big. You know, can't turn down a fastbender. It's got a dog. <laughs> I, I know you told her that. Uh, no, I didn't. I mean, I my preferred. I, I mean, this was long enough ago. I can't remember all the details, but uh, my preferred way of watching movies. I'm sure I told you. This oh, before, right, yeah. Is just minimum amount of information. True, true. So if I can find, like, if it's just like I see a tweet from someone who is a respected <laughs> movie, movie voice that like contains the title of a movie, I will try to just be like, all right, I want to learn nothing at all more about this and just go to the theater immediately and see it. Yeah, yeah. That's and how I, I feel about it. I the, think that I got Batman pretty close movie. on this one. Like, okay. the, I didn't know. Like, Damn, I knew the movie dude, was called that's Shane. Wild, dude. That's it. I knew, like, full on, this was like a controversial movie. It had, like, the ratings had some controversy, you know, it, it had a dong shot, um, which they're still using. I guess you can't really get buzz from female nudity anymore. You know what I mean? Like I do, Euphoria has some scene that has, or an episode with that has a bunch of dicks in it. I just know from Twitter. Okay. You know, so they clearly are getting male nudity buzz, mm-hmm. like still, uh, in the modern ecosystem that you're just not going to get from breasts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the Game of Thrones buzz is gone, I would say. Yeah. You know, and good riddance. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I don't, you know, um, I, th- Pretty much like every bad thing you can be, there's some time in my life where I'm like afraid I am that thing. You know what I mean? Sure. Like I think that's a normal part of like a certain kind of life of like just the like, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not yeah. sure what I, I, I don't think I can verbalize what I'm what I mean there. So I'll just move on. Um, I'm willing to listen. But uh, we'll just like definitely just move on to like make the rest of my point about oh, that sure, thing. Oh, sure, okay. Um, like I'm just reassured whenever I can see signs that I'm not a sex addict. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's what a lot of the great things that are going on here is, right? And uh, part, uh, no. part of that is that, I, that <laughs> I'm not – I'm not uh, I'm not charged up by like uh, Game of Thrones. Like it's not like I can't control myself whenever. You've never had to pause. Not once, not remotely. Okay, all right. Uh, it's just <laughs> I don't know. Whatever, whatever it is about it, just doesn't strike me. It's like I don't know. It's okay. either like porn, porn, or like I. It's just whatever. Interesting. See, to me, the port one of the like Carrie Mulligan's obviously a beautiful woman, but like so watching in this, it's like it, I it's don't not know, erotic. It's like fucking science class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, and yeah, I would not say that that's like. It's not like I have to pause to like compose myself, but it's much more true about that. Like, if someone is wearing clothes. Like the nudity in particular is like like nudity as presented on film is like I find like whenever she's wearing the shirt like just the big shirt mm-hmm. like I would say I'm much closer to needing to pause for a moment than like than uh, the, the scene the, where the she's naked. Scene. I don't know. I don't know what that says about me. If there's any psychiatrist, psychologist in the audience, let me know. Yeah. No, I think the movie does such a good job of like. Um, have you seen Eyes Wide Shut? No, <laughs> no. Okay. 
I think I promised you that would be the next movie we did, but here we are. Well, it's because I, dude, you can't make it a little duo. Maybe I'll I'll really get to it quick. It's in conversation with it for sure. Like, you can't have a movie about a guy who like wanders around on a sex odyssey in New York without being in conversation with Eyes Wide Shut. Okay. And it was like similarly. Here's how little I know about that movie. I thought it was in London. Well, some of it was shot there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was shot at a Rothschild mansion, which is like, oh. yeah, that gets the boys going on. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, sure, there's nothing to see there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, uh, yeah, like Tom Cruise, like, you know, basically goes on, like, ba- I, I won't give away too much. It's, I love it so much. But um, it was similarly, you know, my understanding. I think I was at Excel by this point. But it was marketed as like, uh, this is going to be titillating. It's Stanley Kubrick. Is it going to be NC-17? The two hottest movie stars in the world. And they're married to each other in a sex thriller, an erotic, you know, art house film. But like like this movie, that's where I first was like, this is kind of almost like a, it's, it is like a male Eyes Wide Shut. Well, I guess Eyes Wide Shut is like the most male movie of all time in some ways, but you know what I mean? Like, uh, well, I guess not yet. So the the first basically scene of Eyes Wide Shut is Nicole Kidman like kicking off a dress. So you see her naked, like immediately. Tight. And uh, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but it is kind of like, I've read critics' takes on Eyes Wide Shut being like, this is Stanley Kubrick being like, fuck you. This is what you wanted here. And it's not even erotic. And, it's, uh, and I, to me, I'm like, Telling yourself more, you fucking desexualized weirdos. <laughs> like it's Nicole Kidman kicking off like an evening gown, like very casually, and she's not wearing anything underneath. So it's like it's pretty fucking erotic, dude. But like I, I kind of still got what they were saying about being like, here it is, uh, and I feel that with like the beginning of this, you know. It's but it's definitely throughout the movie. Everything you would, if you were like a, a stereotypical like thirteen year old boy, like going to the movies in a pre pornography age or pre you know online pornography age to be titillated, it won't do that at all. To the point where like, not to give too much away, but like later in the movie when it's like fully like he they can even film it in a pornographied way, like it, it golden light, you know, which is a, I think an interesting motif throughout the film anyway. But like you know what, what I'm talking about, like uh, way later. The hotel. In the movie, I think it's in a hotel. It's like with two, two. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's the lady's uh, house. I think. But, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I know saying like that about. scene is like ladies, yeah. if if that were just on your TV without context, you would be like, that's pretty hot. Like it's yeah. shot beautifully, uh-huh. but it's like it's put you through the ringer so much. You're like Fastbender. Like you can't come. You, yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? You're just like, it's a great ah, this sucks. Yeah. Like, but it's like, it finally is like everything you've said. You've yeah, no, you that is the only time that they're like presenting sex in a somewhat appealing yeah. manner. And you're just like, no more, dude. And you, like, just, you just know that, I mean, like, you know, like it's at the end of his fucking night of fucking spinning out. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, the opening shot is just amazing. What is it again? Just him in Love bed, laying in bed, half covered yeah, yeah, up yeah. by the covers with his hand like going towards his dick. I never noticed it. I was so sprung on the upper 
half of Fassbender. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I he, never, I he's not jerking off, but it's like clear that he's always about to, you know? Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, no, it's fuck. I mean, just like, I don't just every shot in the movie, it's one of those kinds of movies, I mean, whatever, we're doing plenty of spoilers, so I don't know why I'm I think addressing we give this away to people the whole who game. hasn't yeah, seen yeah, it. Yeah, 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 watch uh, it if you haven't, yeah. You but can it's, co- it's the kind of movie, like, every fucking thing is perfect. Like, For everything, sure. it's just so For full sure. of meaning, like, it's beautifully, like, fucking composed, executed, It's you like know. a ballet, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's so good. good. Yeah. Uh, the scene of him like running whenever he's like uh, the, the fucking sissy and the boss are doing it in his apartment. Yeah, that was intense, uh, dude. The just that running, it just like the way that they do it. It just it's just so fucking beautiful. See, that's eyes wide shut ass shit. Yeah, like Tom Cruise just like burning off his sexual energy and frustration by walking around New York at night. He's not running; he's walking in eyes wide shut. Mm-hmm. But that was another when I was like, that's eyes wide shut yeah uh yeah dude but yeah it's uh you know we go i'll stop doing that i guess no it's fine um but yeah the, the movie's kind of book it so from him laying in bed then it's him at his uh the subway stop 28th street subway stop yeah 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 and it's the yeah it's bookended you know of like mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. you've you've got the the you know he's just staring down a woman and the acting on that, like I, this whole thing is just going to be me saying thing after thing. I think it's really good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. What else yeah. you want from me, dude? For sure. Um, but like, uh, just the two of them, and like, if anything, like she's better, like as an actor, because they're the whole. T- it's just him staring at a woman, like fucking letting her know, like I'm I'm on the hunt. Yeah, and, dude, like, definitely. I'm scoping in on you, and yeah. like she's initially like quite flattered you know it's like because i mean he's a hot guy he's michael fassbender uh yeah. but then like you get just the, the why i say like her part is uh to me the like more impressive just how she communicates without there's no words in the scene uh True. how she fucking like says like you know th- the shame you know like something like snaps in her head and she's like you're a married woman what the fuck are you doing and like you yeah. can see, like it does show her uh, her wedding ring, but like before that, you know, you know what I mean. Like just because of the way her There's face like a vibes, it changes. Yeah, yeah like because yeah. they don't show her ring right away, right? No, no, because yeah, yeah. yeah, no, she like a look comes over her that it's like yeah, yeah, and then I've she... let myself get carried away because like before that, she's like fucking you know like moving in her seat so the skirt so, moves up. Like yeah, like to, a little flirtation on the way to work, you know. And she's like returning the gaze and like yeah, everything sure, else. Sure, sure. And and then yeah, she just has like a moment where it's like I'm I'm letting myself be controlled by the parts of me that I don't that I I I don't want to be controlled by at least not like this in this moment. And so like, but it just you know, the defining thing about him is like that doesn't exist for him. You know. What do you mean? Like the, the moment where he's like guys this has gone too far <laughs> like oh, yeah. i don't want to be Not controlled by his sexual desires he wouldn't know what to be controlled by if it wasn't his sexual desires it's not you even know? clear that he's being controlled by sexual desires to he just me. is them well it's like a manifestation of what he's some a larger thing that's controlling him it seems like you know what i mean for him yeah like if it wasn't sex it seems like his particular background it was always going to be sex but you know anyway it's like, uh, dude, the last psychiatrist book is really on point here. The one that came out. 
I read it on my Kindle. I didn't realize it's 1,200 pages long. Wow. Yeah. But I read it. Pass. I, uh, it's pretty interesting. Well, his thesis is that in many ways, the porn is the fetish. Like it's not what you're looking at. It's the act of looking for it and isolating yourself. Yeah. And withdrawing. Uh, pretty whenever I am like, and I, you know, I don't know. I, it's like, uh, obvious. I didn't bring, I was sober at my in-laws. So I was there for like three days. I just whipped through it. Like just nice. not sleeping. <laughs> Great. Uh, so it's pretty, it was a fun time. Sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be hard to get through this, uh, podcast without revealing some things about yourself, right. Or about myself. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, whatever we talk about porn plenty on, uh, it's just banter, but like, it's all, you know, I mean, I don't think anyone wants to just like publish their fucking histories. Right. Um, I don't care, dude. I'll be pretty frank. But, I mean, uh, what you were going to get just give a rank the categories i didn't mean to cut you off no i don't i'm not like dying to like i don't have a list or anything <laughs> i don't have category you go by categories dude no, no no i'll sometimes look at the categories and just it's interesting to see what is a category that's a great point you know and if something catches my eye there i mean i'm usually i'll i'll see what's up but yeah especially whenever i am like very high and uh in and in, in looking at pornography i will find myself like just it's what you're talking about like it's a cycle of like i'll watch like two seconds of a thing and then i'm just looking at like the related ones below yeah it. yeah and then just like two seconds of one of those and like i'm like at a certain point like we have to actually fucking spend you know 30 seconds in the same place yeah, or yeah else, like yeah. you know what are we gonna do like you know yeah sure um, sure but it's it's it is such an interest like i have noticed that pattern and it's very interesting and i'm sure once you, know, you see it you can't unnotice it yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. just like it, it is like do you like tab out the potential or, yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah it's but i mean like there's it's like that in a lot like a lot of aspects of life are I'll tab out on wikipedia pages too like kind of the worst thing that can happen to something you're excited about is for it to happen you know what i mean in in this sense yeah i mean i think but I'm, kinda, I'm i'm talking about it like you know somewhat but also like plenty of like there's been plenty of vacations about. that i've had where like I was so excited for the vacation and like that kind of was the good part of it for me. Like the vacation, like it sure. was good. It was fine. I don't regret it. Like it's whatever, but it's like just giving like, you know, just making like the days easier leading up to it of like, is something to be excited about. Yeah. That's like, dude, the, the hot thing of like the, you know, the Twitter philosophers, I would say, mm -hmm. uh, everybody's talking about the con right now again probably because of the last psychiatrist book uh and his thing is like uh nobody really wants what they desire or even knows how to have a desire and if you got confronted with what you actually think you desire like you'd be terrified and you'd run away from it and it's almost like when you were saying with the the woman in the beginning scene it's like that's what happened to her like she got a little flirtation with a desire and then it's like, no, I'm coming for you. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Ah, like, uh, but then it's like, he does that for the rest of the movie to himself. Like every time he kind of like gets some weird fucked up thing that he's engineered that he kind of wants, he like freaks out and escalates and literally runs. And Yeah. You know. Most notably with uh, his coworker. 
Jeez, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a. <laughs> it's so well done, man. I mean, I, I think like I do laugh sometimes, like how we talk about movies. Like we're pretty smart guys now, dude. We're excellent media critics, I would say. Thank you. Uh, you too, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, and I like, but it's like definitely when I saw this, I wasn't thinking about any of that. Like it, it's a. Uh, it's a weird recent little thing where I feel like I'm appreciating movies more. Like I always liked them, but I never was getting like any of the, like the, the I would be like, there's something weird about why did I was like, I don't know if I would have taken my boss out to dinner like that. <laughs> like knowing my sister, I don't know. Why would you do that? Why like, does he, why do you think he does you know, that? I mean, I, he wants them to sleep together. I think you think like, he wants them to sleep together. I do think so. Yeah. On some level. Yeah. I mean, like it's predictable enough. I just, I, I think, well, so I, I definitely have like a, a grand unifying thing to say here, like Is on the it, podcast. Yeah. Uh, cause like this was kind of like the primary thing that was like beating me over the head whenever I was watching it, the, the high viewing Okay, was just like, I don't, and I don't know, like, it's like it clicked into place for me and so like it felt very powerful and like I w like it was very exhilarating like watching That's it through this lens. Up, but I, I don't know that it's like revolution. I don't think I'm gonna like blow your socks off, you know. No, I, mean? I feel that dude, have you seen PCU? What is that? The movie like it's called PCU, it's like in no. the nineties. Uh uh. Um, no. Sorry. <laughs> so I, I guess I'll finish. Anticlimactic. Since we're podcasting. Surely someone's seen it in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it's called PCU because it's like, uh, I think it's Port Chester University, but it's like, an, it's made in like 1993. So it's like an anti PC movie. So it's like the protagonists are just the regular guys and the campus is run amok, much like the culture wars of today. Um, and, you know, they have a big party with George Clinton at the end that brings all the groups together. And during the party, there's like a guy who lives in their frat house. Dude, this movie honestly rules. It's got Jeremy Piven as like the leader of the, the cool guys. Uh, and David Spade is like the leader of the, the preppy frat. And uh, the mom from Arrested Development is the president of the university. Okay. It's pretty sick. Um and John Favreau's in it in some capacity. But uh, there's a guy like who just watches TV the whole movie. And it's like a joke, you know, that's what he's majoring in, like blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then like during the middle of the movie, he like freaks out because it's like some show comes on with an actress playing a character that like the way it relates to the other things he's been watching, he's like, this is my closing argument and my thesis. And he like freaks out. He's like super happy and it fucks up the party because he like um, trips and unplugs something or something. I can't remember. My point is like, I always think about that when I get worked up about like a very personal meaning that like probably doesn't communicate, you know? It's like, you're that guy in PCU. But I'd say go for it, dude. Like that's what it's about. Yeah, I just think it's like an obvious, but also <coughs> there is a thing like, uh, yeah, like, Chuck Klosterman talks about it's certainly the first time that I've been introduced to the idea. Dude, Instagram's trying to Klosterman me, dude. Well, he's got a new book out. They're hitting me with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's upstairs. I don't know what that says about out. me. No, thank you. Mm. No, is it good? I mean, if you said it's good, it maybe I'll check it out. I'm, I mean, I've never read one this bad, but I haven't read it yet. It's called The 90s? It is. All right. Uh, but, I mean, you know, I wouldn't start there. What would you? Well, you haven't read it yet, so how do you know? 
I like to read someone's most recent book sometimes. Yeah. You know, a lot of times they've packed in their earlier books. They'll pack them in into the new one. They kind of they'll be like, in my last book, I said this one thing, and you're like, all right, glad I didn't have to read that. Nah, I guess that's more of like a self improvement type writer tick. Classman's yeah, hitting you with essays, anyway. but uh, like a thing that he talks about himself struggling with is uh, like any time that you have an idea, it then seems like obvious, like yeah. because it's already like it's already like you've already thought it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like it's kind of hard, but whatever. Um, basically, uh, I mean, just to boil it down and like try to like lean into the. I think that he has trouble establishing connections with real connections with other people. Whoa. Would you agree? Yeah. Now that you put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's just like, uh, they're just, they do like tell the story beautifully throughout the film of like, uh, you know, there's, there's a number of times that I picked up on where like people ask him questions and he doesn't answer. Like, uh, mm, you know, uh, Sissy asks him uh, if she's fat and he's like, go sit down. Uh, the waiter asks him how he's doing and he like kind of moves his head, but like he doesn't say anything. Um, Interesting. And, I like, didn't notice that. I think, uh, you know, like, I don't know. I'm not a sex addict, but like I can identify with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, of just like, I don't know. You know, it's like like he's he's smart enough to figure out like kind of how to avoid these situations. You know, like like by telling sissy just go sit down, but like he doesn't know how to talk to people. Like he de- like he he clearly struggles to communicate. You know, um, he only has like the his friends like are his boss and the people he works with, and it's very clear that they have no like loyalties to each other. They're not friends. Like yeah. they're people who are around each other, and like that's it. Like in a way that's like I don't know, disgusting to me. Like I, I can't. Like I, don't, I don't know. I feel very lucky not to have friendships like that. You yeah, know what I mean, dude. What is there? I can't remember if it's like. Yeah, I do. When you're saying that, there's some line in the movie where it's like. It might be the boss just saying it, but he's saying it like tonally completely different. But he's just like, we're in here all day chasing the dollar. Like that's what it's all about, or like something. Where it's like he's saying it like it's cool, but like hearing it, you're like, geez, yeah, you are. Ugh. Yeah. Like, we don't, ugh, that's terrible to be locked in like a glass cage with like a guy like that. But I think like one thing is like that dude very clearly is like a father. Like, the two, like he's a father figure. Like, he's the boss, he's like in charge. The first line that he says is, is he says, that's what the Senex says which i did have to google but i was i was pretty sure and i was right it's like a youngian term it's like the archetype of the wise old man but he's like a a bad one you know he's like a polarized like negative shadow one uh and it does seem like there's like a they come from you know we're not bad people we come from a bad place that line that sissy says yeah. It's like there's some insane. So that's kind of like the movie or the line of the movie to me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mean I'm sure that yeah, there's like no, no, a no. lot to say about it. Yeah. But I just the I feel like there's something with their dad, uh, where probably he molested at least Sissy and there was something like I don't know exactly what happened with Brandon. Maybe he also molested Sissy. 
where you know because she was like not from you like don't talk to me about sex like not coming from you i mean i think that's just the like chat you know like like just come from the same place in the like couple days that she's been at the apartment but she hasn't seen much like from him she saw the lady on the computer like the yeah it's just one lady dude i mean i mean maybe uh like i don't know i'm not i'm definitely not trying to make anyone who has participated in that kind of stuff like feel bad but like that's (laughs) always to me been like a whoa you know that to me is a that's a wife line for sure like i my wife has told me that's a line uh not like in practice she hasn't been like stop doing that <laughs> yeah like, no uh, mine's never but, said that but like that's just like obvious to me that it would like i would i would feel like i was getting away with something if i you know what I mean? like that's why i don't like well doing it's like because she she's talking to you and she knows you you know yeah did you notice how one. she was like she's are like, you brandon's girlfriend brandon likes then she was like, are you Brandon's girlfriend? You yeah. know, I think that's what the movie is continually like pounding that together. Like, uh, the emotional incest that they're. Yeah. I, I don't, now. I don't think that, uh, I, I interpret the, like, obviously there's a lot going on between the, like just from the first scene, like he waits way too long to offer her a towel. And then, like, she just throws yeah, it back well, at too him. long for you, but like for the way they interact, it's like it's kind of there. That's emotion. That's like a well, I am kind of like the normal guy. Yeah, I think you are normal in that regard. That, yeah, I agree. But like to them, it's not. And then it becomes that weird thing where it's like part of the reason it's bad is because it's not normal in your society, and then that makes you weird. That's like the part of shame that gets like kind of weird. Like I always think about. I may have said it on the podcast the Germans in Costa Rica, like the, I was in Costa Rica and I was at like a spa. Uh, and it was like, uh, you know, it was like a volcano rainforest like type deal. And you, you was like, they're not as prude, I guess, you know, as America and the walking around areas are more open and public. And there was just like a full on nude German family, just like splitting up outside the locker rooms i guess they had like put their shit in their lockers like like they had like because there were lockers outside the locker room and inside the locker room you know what i mean uh-huh. and i don't know but i'm saying i i have this image of like, like this mom and dad and kids <laughs> yeah dude and they're just like okay we will meet back here <laughs> like i'm just like but they're not like yeah. it's not like like titillating to them yeah yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's just like if that if you have that in the you, yeah. opening scene of shame it would be like this is too far, dude. Just put the sister in the shower, man. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? But it's like, for their culture, it, it, it fucked me up more than it fucked them up. Like yeah, that whole yeah, experience. Yeah. So it, is it maybe just, I'm from a repressed culture. Uh, it doesn't matter. The point is, in the context in which they act, it is abnormal. And it, we are seeing it. It is of a much larger, you know, it's a piece of a much larger puzzle. That is like, oh, this is why. Yeah, like but I, I just think I mean? that that kind of weird stuff. Like, I, I, I don't. I, my interpretation. I, I don't think that he has like, uh, you know, uh, had like sex with her or anything approaching that. I think that he's just like so fuck. Like he's just so broke. Like his brain. He just 
like uh, any woman or fucking any person he sees, like it's just like always like fucking scanning on that level. Like he just never leaves that level. Yeah, but you know? he it, it's like a, there's a weird juxtaposition of like uh, this is what I got like was was getting out of it. You know, like the boss has the gray hair on the sides, mm-hmm. and then like in the next scene, she's like, "You're going gray." And like he starts acting more like paternal towards her. And then that night he arranges like the tryst with the boss. And then like he very clearly to me jerks off while they're having sex. Like he, it's like he unbuckles his pants. And then the next thing you see is like he's putting clothes in the laundry. And then she, there's like this cackle of his sister's laugh like through the soundtrack. And it's like to me in the literature, uh about it doesn't necessarily need to be maybe i overspoke about like whether it was sexual or not but it's like it's the boundary that's being broken and the way that's dealt with and whether you have to internalize that as like a you know shame or whether someone helps you realize that you're not bad it's that you came from an environment that kind of like a plant that grew in a fucked up like cracked out closet you know what i mean like you just you grew up kind of warped and now you've got to figure out how to like be in sunshine. Uh, but you you've still got something. I don't know. My point is like, it's like, a the car, have we talked about the Cartman drama triangle? No. It's like a model of behavior that is like in an abusive scenario, there's usually like a persecutor, a victim, and then like a kind of an intervener that like is like a protector kind of, and they shift a lot. But if you are used to being below the the most powerful person, which is like the persecutor, then you know you kind of instinctively, until you learn to spot it, will look for ways to get yourself on top of it. And that, so like you, like Ghislaine Maxwell is kind of maybe a good example of it, of like, uh, you know, to she had power over all the girls even though they had sexual currency that was higher than hers once she was no longer like a novelty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. By kind of like in the Cartman drama triangle, she was not like little Ghislaine being spanked anymore. She was aligned with daddy, like victimizing the new little Ghislaine's. Mm-hmm. So like to me, Fassbender is like constantly re-victimizing himself. Like he gets close and he like grows into like more of like the man he should be becoming. And then he like becomes the little boy again. And he's like, he makes his sister and his boss his own like personalized pornography. And is like, because the porn is the fetish, it's like dangling it in front of him. But you know, when he, and literally Sissy, when she first shows up, the song that's playing is like, I need love or I want your love or something. And I I noticed when you were, I, I didn't think about this until you were saying like, he doesn't answer questions or like speak directly. I was like the one exception, like where he has good breezy communication, is with you know the girl from his office. I don't remember her name. There's a number of times that he's articulate, and it's always around like sexual pursuits. Like, it, but he it, doesn't have sex with her on the first date. Remember, he drops her off at the subway. Yeah, I know, well, but I'm it's saying, still like, a sexual pursuit. Like he's there. Like he's you know. Yeah, yeah, but like he can't. Does he like? That's what I'm saying. Like he gets impotent with her. Like he. That's when he can't pull it off is like 
but like uh, he's plenty charming and articulate whenever he's talking to the ladies at the bar that he's trying to take away from the boss yeah but that's completely i think that's a different it's different but it's like it's it's the opposite of what i was talking about of like him not being able to answer and just like you know human communication seems like kind of alien to him yeah there's other times where he's like that and i just i feel like uh you know i I think that like there's uh, like i was thinking about uh the concept that had been explained to me of like uh you know procrastination being good because it's like it's just like order imposing itself on your life like that you know the it's it's hard to accomplish things that's an interesting way of looking at it uh, well, but like you, you know what I'm saying. Like I just like there there are things that like yeah, that makes through me stress. Like, I think uh, you just cured procrastination for me. Like impose or like just things that like you know it just, you you need something to order things, and I think that right. like the sexual pursuits are doing that for him. Like that if it's just if it's something outside of that, like if it's you know conversation with a waiter, like he's got no fucking clue. If it's his sister fucking you know going on about like what a you know her fucking fitness level currently then it's like what you know and i mean whatever um but uh you know whenever he's like in it's just i i think that he displays vastly different levels of communication like because there's long stretches this movie where he's just a really quiet guy like he's just not saying anything and he's making it pretty obvious through his body language doesn't want anyone to say anything to him you know like he's just fucking a mute and uh then other times he's you know is as sharp a tongue as you could have you know he just sounds fucking brilliant i mean like true even the fucking uh dude he's very loki in the movie I do, the thing at the towards Hiddleston. the end the one that gets him beat up like he's well, that know, was like, gonna be my counter example of like that's not like it is like good communication but it's not actual human like it it's human. yeah but he's it's very human but you know. he's very like it's effective you know like it's not it's it's the opposite still of being mute you know like he knows exactly what he wants to say and like seems to a certain extent understand what she wants to hear you know like yeah 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 i mean but it is still it, it is the first scene just like kind of like just sorted like it's still him yeah. he's pulling he's mr steel your girl you know, because that's to me the movie like kind of sends up all of like capitalism and like working for money as like a misappropriation of the sex drive and like the life force. Uh, where it's like you're just told that the way to be daddy is to get as many women as possible. And like if you have like a certain kind of like learning disability slash addiction brain, you can twitch out on it and like it devote your whole life to it like any other addiction but other people like they don't want to be the top dog like that's what i'm saying i think that's his way of like becoming daddy but then he's like scared of becoming daddy you know because he can't really have his desire that's why uh you know like chasing the woman is so interesting i never thought about it dude this is the best podcast for talking about movies Uh, i'm glad you're having a good time man (laughs) Uh, you just, mentioned Ghislaine. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. I, don't mean no, to, I, I lost whatever. It, I'm sorry. Come, it'll come um, back. If it was worth anything. Just like a easy enough observation, but like if if anyone's wondering, like what are those crazies Alex and TC think could have happened with this Epstein stuff? Because there are people oh, who yeah. like call that like a conspiracy, or you know, like 
Uh, I just think that Jeffrey Epstein is Brandon, but he has billions of dollars. Is there any question whether or not Brandon would do all of those things if he had billions of dollars? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, hopefully he would hit a breaking point sooner, you know. It's not like... Do you you, you feel good that that would happen? We all know sex addicts. I pray that they wouldn't all Epstein out with billions of dollars. You it know, doesn't seem to be like this guy's in control, and, and I don't see control coming anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I hear you on that. I mean, Epstein, I, I don't I know. I think he has sex with the lady at the end of the movie. Wow, interesting. We're going there right away. Well, I'm I mean, just you, to prove my point. I'm kind of letting you control the whole pace. You Sorry. Know I mean, you're more the Brandon of this episode. Okay. <laughs> I'm sissy. I'm just here to stay on the, the couch. The weirdest comment you've made at any point in this. <laughs> well, I'm saying, you know, he's like action matters, but she just wants to be wanted. That's why, like, I feel like the switch when he starts running is when, for once, he has to leave her a message rather than him having, like, an abundance of desire from Sissy. See, I thought you that know. was an important part. Sorry. Well, I'm just I, saying, I like, she that. always wants the closeness from him, and that's what he wants. He wants her to want to be close to him more than he wants to be close to her. Cause it's like, that's how you're safe. If you're like, if, if it's always like, who's up, who's down, who's seducing who, you know what I mean? It's like, is, if, if you're the one that's kind of like deciding if you're gonna have sex with the girl on the way home from the bar, there's no threat to you. You know what I mean? Like uh, if Sissy is just like, if you decide if she sleeps on the couch or not, everything's in control. If you are worried about Sissy, you're lost because she's fucking insane, man. Uh, and it's like, that's when he, you know, that is when he like loses it. Um, so I don't remember how that got started, but what a, well, fucking, I, I what thought, a fucking film, dude. It's amazing. <sighs> I, I, I took the, just like that, the, the you know, uh, actions matter, not words or no words. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, whenever I've got this whole thesis in my head that like his communication outside absent like sexual drive is like one of the big I mean like communication is a stand-in for connection, right? Like it's not like the the fact that he sure. can't talk is the problem. The fact that he can't use words to connect is the problem. Like he's devoid of He uses words to disconnect. Yeah. He's devoid of the kind of like substantial nurturing relationships that would make it so you don't have like he's trying to fill those needs in like the wrong way, this way, you know? Yeah. But so like for so for him to like literally speak the words in a key point, no words. Did you yeah, did you sorry, wait, what words? He says no words. Like he's like actions matter. No or not words, no words. Yeah. Uh, in like I I have the clip, I don't really want to play the whole thing. Um, You call you DJ. But uh, you know. Just like, I, I don't know, it, as I was building this thesis in my head, it felt significant that they were, it seemed like a pretty direct statement, like just for him to say no words. Yeah. Another common eyes wide shut motif. Dude. Well, not words. Yeah. Actions count, not words. Yeah. Yeah. But. He doesn't have words, dude. Unless he also fucking, needs to slow down, dude. He does need he to needs slow to, down. A little inaction would help him. Yeah. 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 That's what I think. Um, <laughs> so, like, uh, this isn't. This do you a pretty think he sleeps with the lady at the end? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Interesting. I think so. That's what my heart says. I don't have like an answer, I guess, but I thought, I think my heart said no today. 
I only realized that it was left open on the final viewing. Interesting. Like I, I went to sleep after the seeing it on Saturday, being like, "Man, they just—they're showing him. He can't get out of it. He's strong, though. You know, <laughs> he's not strong. He's stronger. He's come back. I mean, he's like, I don't, dude. I think we that have he's, to hope. No, he's got more. Like, he's finding he, some connection. Like, right? Like, like he. He's realizing that he has a real relationship with Sissy to some extent. Like uh, underneath all that shit, there is something. He's found it that like is because what I'm saying is that is the lack of connection that's fueling these problems. And having this episode with Sissy helps him to realize that like there is something there. I think right? Would you agree with that? Sure. Yeah. Of course. Um, but. I don't know. It's also very stressful. And all, all this, I mean, like, it's obvious that the sex addiction is a stress response. Like whenever they take his computer and two seconds later, he's jerking off in the bathroom. I think that that's very directly what they're trying to See, show. To me, that's very Dalrymple, dude. Maybe it's like, in finally I got caught. Let me fucking heighten this release by jerking off. And but Daddy he's just, he's finally, very nervous about it. Like he's asking no, questions. But he wants to get seen, dude. That's like, he's like, finally. I don't think that that's wrong, but I, uh, like, he's also very, like, it's just, it's plainly clear that he's also, nervous Carmen about it. Also, Drama Triangle, How Do You Own Daddy by getting the the female that daddy possesses. Do I even have to say the Da Rimple connection there, bro? Yeah, I mean, I guess, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Boss's daughter? Mm-hmm. Come on. Like, this, that's literally what I'm saying. Like, uh, it's like, if our capitalistic culture equates in many ways success with like the quantifiable pursuit of women, and that's like, love is the opposite of that. Like love is like irrational, elevating somebody beyond what the calculus of the world tells you they're worth and, and praying that they can do the same for you, even with respect to your most shameful parts versus like, quantifiable Epstein-like lust, which is fully autismed out like human relations in terms of like the, the Baron Cohen, you know, thesis of autism as the overly systematizing mind. And it, it really is like the best term for it. Uh, and so like doing that with like, how many women can I possess or who had the trophy before me? Like what's the best kind of trophy woman to make me the top dog? obviously the top dog's woman like if, if you want to be the champion mr steal your girl i mean you i guess could argue about who i'm about to say but we all know whose girl you need to steal if you want to be the best mr steal your girl of all time right now joe biden <laughs> i was gonna say melania but you know no, you? <laughs> yeah dude, i mean if you stole yeah, melania no, like, i don't agree that you can ever steal anybody's girl i mean i'm i'm i, I don't like that terminology but sure if you fucking <laughs> swipes melania dude what would trump do he would not be able to talk trump would go full kanye dude like i don't know if he'd have a julia fox but he would be like on Instagram, like doing like all of whatever Kanye is doing. Yeah. If some, if Pete Davidson fucking told oh, <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't be more mad than he currently is. Dude, I'm just picturing like Pete and Melania holding hands, you know, Pete's got that goofy look on his Disgusting face. to me. 
I know. I know you're a millennial, dude. I don't mean to fucking <laughs> no, I just merch. <laughs> Dude, if you can't be aligned against Pete Davidson, I don't know. I don't Skeet? Dude, get him out of here, dude. Are you kidding me? First of all, he's messing with... I don't know where Kim stands on all this, actually. Dude, when Kanye posted the screenshot of her being like, why are you posting screenshots of our conversation? And he was like, I'm fucking your number one fan. I'm pumped every time you talk to me. Like, why would I not? Like... <laughs> that is like maybe insane though i mean now that i'm saying it it's like that could be chilling if he murders her later i really but, hope that he doesn't well that's what she was telling him somebody's gonna murder skeet like just to like get cred with kanye you know which is but dude i wish safety on everyone all that kanye drake skeet stuff you know that's another like it's less about the girl than about who you stole her from you know what I mean? It becomes like a currency. It's a quantification of what should be a deeply irrational, erotic desire, you know? But instead, we immediately sublimate it into a drive for currency of this world because, and that, this is what the Senex says, dude. This is the boss's like first line in the movie. The world teaches you that your desires are bad and you're bad and you owe a debt to all of us to pay them and you you need to withdraw the parts of yourself that we tell you are bad which are the parts that are the most powerful about you dude your your life force your eros dude your desires and you owe us for that you're in debt for your existence you filthy cretin now work for the rest of your life to pay it off and and you 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 the only thing that is maybe worthwhile here. We're going to dangle it in front of you and we're going to make you work for it. But anytime you come close to it, you're not going to be able to enjoy it because we're the people telling you what to want. You know, it's like, uh, it's a rough state of existence, man. Did you notice like, uh, in, there's a lot with like screens and black screens and white screens. And like, I think it like correlates sometimes with like after he nuts, like uh, he goes in the bathroom and a lot of times it like whites out. And that's when like the first uh, voicemail comes in and it's like, Brandon, it's me. Do you hear me? Brandon, do you hear me? Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it's like getting at that like- I did not notice screens. In that, yeah, like but when I'm when he's in the- yeah. Well, cause remember like the drama triangle, like he sees the guy fucking the girl in the hotel room in the amber light. And then it's like, how can I get what he has? Literally, okay, I'll try to do that, you know? But he can't do it with the, the person that he's actually been emotionally intimate with. He needs to call a prostitute in. Was that the coworker that he was looking at? No, it was just a rando dude. Are you but sure? I'm, I'm pretty sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was a silhouetted man below him and then a, a like a woman kind of hobbling around on the other side below. Yeah, it just, so, it, it looked slightly like her to me you think it was the co-worker that he went on a date with that was getting fucked by well, just a rando dude or the boss well she said like she's getting out of a relationship or whatever yeah yeah I yeah i presume it was that i did but not pick up that it might have been the i mean i might i might be wrong like it was definitely like a i was one like it's just unclear what's going on period like it's a movie that's not going out of its way to make stuff clear and like that's fun in its own like you know that's a lot of why we like it to some extent 
Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's rewarding close watching and it's going to be pretty fucking, uh, you know, dense if you're not. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, so it's just the scene where she like says like, do you like sugar or whatever? And he's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that, that scene ends and it's him outside and he's looking, I, th- I think that what he's looking at is he's across the river from Manhattan. Like uh-huh. he's looking okay. at the skyline. Okay. And I, I think that he's looking at the Manhattan skyline, but I don't know New York well enough to be positive. Positive. There's a lot of tall buildings in a lot of different places of the city. Um, and then it's so it's like just that scene by itself, like it's just him outside, like looking across a river with no dialogue and nothing else. Then it cuts to him watching that. Then uh-huh. it cuts to him standing outside the restaurant, staring at her. And then he goes in and has the date. And then she says that she's from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So when I'm trying to like piece together, like why is there this shot of him? Like it's to establish that he's outside of Manhattan in Brooklyn and like he's stalking her fucking like staring her down before that. Cause he then like the, like it's him like looking at the thing, um, you know, like being a voyeur. And then it's like him at the date, like before the date, like being a voyeur, you know, like he's intentionally like standing outside, like just looking at her for a while before he walks in. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not positive, but. Well, I think everything you said makes sense, even if it's not her, but. Okay. Like it still is there. You know what I mean? Well, the Brooklyn uh, stuff is just specific, you know? Well, they're from New Jersey, so I think that's another thing they have in common, like, that they could be emotionally intimate about is, like, not being from Manhattan. That's Mm -hmm. why the New York, New York song is so good for the, like, centerpiece, Mm -hmm. because it's, like, leaving the the little town blues uh, to come to, like, the the financial capital. Because I really think, I was like, why are they doing this song, man, of all songs? It's kind of a cliched song but i think it fits in that way uh like you're trying to leave behind that shameful origin that you think you have uh that's really what the city is packed with dude it's strivers just trying to outrun who they are or like you know trying to prove that they deserve to be here yeah i know you don't like it but i do i I like i I just accept all the things you're saying and like i I say they're good well, I don't know about some of the people are cool. I usually get along with the individual people. I mean, what's the people. alternative, bud? Dallas, Texas, baby, or California? No, no. I'm saying like, like the people trying to like strive. Well, like you know what? Like it's better than just like accepting. Oh well, you got a serenity pair out, man. You you know what I mean? Like a lot of times, what they're striving for mm-hmm. is the people to that leave, the people that the people in New York are leaving behind. Those people are not <laughs> serenity praying out. Yeah, maybe, man. Definitely. I, I'm happy to be left behind by a lot of them. But, uh, you know, I like to accomplish things myself. Also, New York, is a, it is a nice place to, I can I can imagine that it's a nice place to live if you have money. I wouldn't want to live Brandon's lifestyle, though. And that was a very, like, junior big law associate apartment. Like, uh, what's a nice apartment, I thought. Sure. But it's a box. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing there? And I was like, that's probably all his money. Because he doesn't even have his own office. Did you notice that? Yeah. So it's like, it's a cool apartment. But it reminds me of like, there is a specific kid I'm thinking of who did well at Texas Tech Law School. And enough to get a job at a New York law firm. Like Mm -hmm. a big law firm in New York. 
And so it's like, well, where are you living? And he's like, fucking right off Times Square. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, uh, the the point is he got there. It's like, it's it's enough to just say that he thinks it's cool that he's living right off Times Square, like that he's not actually living in New York City. Like he's just going to from one box to another, like and sleeping in one and working in the other. Maybe a third box is his gym. Um, you know what I mean? Like, cause the striving has overtaken him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, all rooms are boxes, dude. Not mine, man. The garage is a fucking spaceship. Mm. Bro. <laughs> Quite literally a box. No, nah, man. Uh, the, if you're uh, making art there, dude, it's an interdimensional traveling device. Uh, McQueen lived in that building, the building where Brandon's apartment's in, like while they were making it. And it wasn't a box, interdimensional traveling device. No, he's pretty clear he thought it was a box. Box. He was, he was like, you know, just just basically like, you know, as as lonely as it looks, like yeah. that's what it was like. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. It's I know, like very I sterile. Yeah. I, uh, I'm just saying I I hear him and his experience. I I think I'd like it. It seems all right. This is a nice place. I mean, you you're such a chill guy, dude. A house is a home when you're around, Thank you know you, what I'm saying? Gosh. So <laughs> Thank you. I, I feel like you would make it pretty cool. But yeah, to return to sissy a, in that sissy brightened it up, you know. Liked having her around in the movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did you notice, like, oh, have some juice? Oh, use a glass. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So he's like, here's a little bit. Withdraw. Mm. You know, barrier. Um, what were you? Uh, had you finished your point about the screens? Oh, I think the the movie is like kind of getting at like the media and like our whole environment teaches us that the way to be the top guy is this is what we should want. And that's what we'll finally like. I think, Michael, you know, I know you're you're rocking Mac Miller these days, you know, I'll do anything for a way out of my head. That's like what many people have said is our problem, uh, like a, in in this day and age, we've traveled up out of our bodies into our head. Um and dude, Alex Lowen, uh, one of the post-Reichian guys, I know we've talked about Wilhelm at this point. Uh, he made the point that a lot of times the people that are most sex obsessed and like that jerk off the most or that just are the most obsessed with genital pleasure have like zero feeling in their in their like lower bodies otherwise because they're completely dissociated. So like that's the only time they're like at rest at all is like after just mashing their genitals. And so I was thinking about that, like um, when he's finally blanked out and it's like, Brandon, I'm here, I'm here. It's like from a Gnostic standpoint, it's like that's when he can finally quiet down like the noise that he's living with. He has that like Senex in his head that's constantly like, you're bad, you're bad, you're bad, you're, you're, you're nasty. You know what I mean? Dude. <laughs> I wonder what Steve McQueen would do with Jamie and Sally and they're like, you're a nasty little boy. <laughs> like, you know I what I mean? I would love to see a Steve McQueen movie about Jamie and Sally. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, give me a Senex any day over those two. <laughs> you're disgusting. Ah. Yeah, uh, they, they, they would use the words nasty little boy. Like, you dude, think that's a fucking, you know, like it's a character. It's in uh, like Red Dragon. Like that's what the mom it? says to like the fucking serial killer. 
He calls it. He calls him a beast. Like you nasty little beast. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, I've been yeah. called some names in my day, but nasty little boy. It's always nasty little boy, dude. <sighs> it's so You're funny, nasty dude. Nasty little boy, dude. I'm telling. It's gotten me not yeah. into trouble, dude, because it usually it ends up they kind of like it, but it's like Sally is no exception. But because of them, I have this weird response where, like, if I'm getting told by a woman, I sometimes do. Like, I can't help it, man. I. I I don't laugh, but I just like I think back to Sally, dude. I'm just like, whatever you're saying, I know it's meaningful to you, but you gotta understand it's hitting my ears. This nasty little boy, like every time, you know what I mean? I just I can't help it. That's the mode I go into. I'm 16 years old, and you've made me stand up, and you're calling me a nasty little boy. I can't help it. Uh, anyway, God bless him. But yeah, you know, I mean, like, uh, you know, I, I think the problem is uh, lack of genuine connection. But like, whatever's whatever problem he has, um, he just he sees no other way of solving it, right? Or he, he just can't imagine like a framework of solving it except for like masturbate again, and like it's just yeah. an unfilling, unfulfilling solution. Like it doesn't ever actually solve anything, right. and so like that's just you know that's then like how do you get out you know i mean like obviously there like are ways to get out you know like no one's ever uh left without any solutions um but uh like you know that that that's just the thing here like like that's the thing being depicted right is like uh we've got this person who we i kind of like think it's better that they don't like spend a whole bunch of time like fleshing out exactly what his parents did but like, yeah, it's know, not important. Yeah, the whatever. Yeah, like it, whatever you think it is, it's that. Like, who cares? You know, like just fill that in. We can keep going. Uh, established by the the you know we're not bad people. We're just from a bad place. Um, yeah, the, that that's what she's talking about, right? Like the, the bad place. There was yeah, a I part so. of me that was like, uh, is she trying to talk shit on Ireland? <laughs> but i think that's too literal a reading uh although you know i mean there's something there obviously right like it's a place with a lot of uh, group trauma yeah yeah sure definitely um, but uh you know and so he's got these problems created and you know just has has no other framework for solutions but the one that he thinks is you know that, that he's going to try is just no solution at all you know like it just it, it doesn't it doesn't ever scratch the itch because you, know, you you need like durable, fulfilling experiences, real human connection. Like, you know, I mean, it's obvious enough from the, the conversation, the, you know, what's the longest relationship you've ever had. I think that that's kind of like just this, the scenes with her, like the, or that, just that whole date, I think is probably the most that they like directly explain what's going on. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, just by like saying I've never had a relationship longer than four months. Yeah, that's like the cutoff time when like the romance period is ending. Yeah, I think like uh, I think the chemicals are literally changing at that point. Yeah. Um, which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's when it gets real. Dude, that is a shitty moment in a relationship, though. When that hits, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. It, does, like, it doesn't oh, bother fuck. me that much, man. Uh, well, because like it, like it can make you think someone looks different. Like at least for me, like like the early infatuation 
where it's just like nothing bothers you about the person you know what i mean like they're just yeah everything's exciting like every new detail it's like it's like you you feel the way the boss is saying to carrie mulligan in that gross scene dude i could i was like growling watching that scene i could not deal with it dude not today yeah (laughs) like i mean in a way that it didn't bother me last time like uh when he was just like you're a fascinating creature you know probably because it was bothering me because i've i've like i've probably said something along those lines at some point i don't think i've ever called a woman a creature i don't think so that's like a very old-timey kind of weird doesn't feel right to me you know what's a creature you know what i mean like a specimen uh but like i think that's what brandon wants like he wants to get worked up like that like he was i might have been just channeling what fassbender was like putting up on the screen like while he was watching his boss get ready to fuck his sister. Like it was insane, dude. I could not deal with it. It's upsetting me now. Like how could he, ugh. But it's like, I think it's like he's recreating that like, you know, that dynamic. I thought the two in the eight was so interesting, man, on two eight street. It's like two people, infinity, dude, a loop, like going back and forth over and over again. And then there's like a, a picture in the boss's office of like a snow parking lot with like someone's been doing donuts in it. There's a thing with like can Sissy drive or not? You know what I mean? Well, I mean that, that was the like that that <coughs> part of the conversation. I was gonna say like yeah that I I just it's such a shift. Like it's a it is like that's just a big turning point in the talk, right? Ugh, from yeah. going from like uh you know I got a friend, we'll rent you a car. Like it's making future plan. You know it's like like in the way he does it like it's it's not like he's just saying like it's he's he's moving all of this along swiftly and trying to do it in kind of like a sleight of hand way where he's not like you know hey would you like to uh hang out again sometime he's Ooh. like you know i got a guy we'll, we'll get you you know and like the whole fucking faux protective like uh we got a problem can't have her on a bus. Yeah. Ugh. Which, like, obviously upsets me on a, another deep level. Public transit is an ideal choice for anyone. No. Carrie Mulligan should not be taking the bus in Los Buses Angeles. Buses are beautiful and amazing. I love the bus in she Los Angeles. She should be driven it's a great wherever bus she goes system. by Ryan Gosling drive version. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> no. They should all ride the bus. Cars driven by Ryan Gosling in the urban areas be ought to be Ryan. abolished. As long as Ryan Gosling's driving it, it can be a bus. I don't care. Okay, he needs the jacket. <laughs> yeah. God, how fucking fired up would you be? Like, not like meeting Ryan Gosling, but like in the universe of like the movie where like he's just the guy and like you don't know, him, but like you walk onto a bus and like it's him, <laughs> Scorpion Man. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm so happy that autistic man clearly got his dream job. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, that's awesome for him. Yeah, <laughs> like, I bet he loves every single day of his life. Yeah. Uh, um the score is amazing uh i I like uh looked up like to see like surely this is like one of the the big dogs and i he just he didn't do that much i mean he's like he works but like oh there's like an original an original i didn't even know if it's it's an original score i don't i'm fuck i might be wrong dude it's not i could have when you were saying that i was like i could see them just busting out like pieces from other ballets okay okay i looked up the guy that had the music by credit yeah okay what else did he do 
There was like one other thing, but I mean, it was like he had a ton of things, you know, but yeah, it was yeah. like not stuff that I was familiar with. Well, this was like a pretty low budget movie. I think Carrie Mulligan was probably the biggest star at the time. I don't think Fast was X Men First Class even out. No, I, I think Fastbender's totally. And I mean, he, the only thing that I think that either he or McQueen had done was Hunger. Yeah. And so at that point, that. you probably got like some amount of obligation. I mean, come on, dude. I own the Blu ray too. Really? I can't watch Blu-rays anymore, dude. What's going on? Um, my wife is gaming again. <laughs> I did notice she was gaming. <laughs> so the PS4 is in the living room. So I have the PS3 in uh -huh. the garage. It doesn't play Blu-rays? Blu it does, but I can't find a cord to get the controller going. This is going. the least surprised I've ever been. <laughs> I have a controller and everything. I mean, I've, I, I've probably, I've got a cord. I can give you yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I'll take you up on that. Okay. Like, I can turn the, the screen on and everything. It, it has me ready to hit X. Mm -hmm. I have the controller even. I may have lost that in the interim. But uh, I want to play that GTA 4. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Can I, if I started a Twitch channel, can I play PlayStation 3 on Twitch? Yeah, there's a way you could do it, but... It's kind of fucked up. Yeah. It's not the move. I should just play FIFA. That's the advice. That was the feedback I got when I tweeted it out. Yeah, yeah. FIFA... I would say FIFA is the best sports. I mean, like, you know... I Especially, like, if you're being agnostic about your preference of sports. Like, I don't like soccer very much at all, but I would say FIFA is very Yeah, Hockey is kind of like in the back of my mind, maybe getting getting into the NHL. I mean, I can't really speak to it, but I, I don't feel like they've put it. Like, there was a time, obviously, you know, whenever I had cultural cachet in the 90s. Swingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, probably what I'm drawing from still. And I just, I just think it's like so faded from that. Like, yeah. that was just a time whenever like, no video games were getting huge resources so like it didn't show up that there wasn't as much resource being put in because it wasn't as big of like a money maker and i don't think that NHL yeah it was just like a good maker. super nintendo hockey game like it, yeah but know. i'm just saying like the com the comparable like Sega, whatever I like guess fifa just you know i mean it's it's got to be the number one seller just because whenever you think about like how people feel about soccer worldwide yeah yeah like that makes the most sense. popular sport on the planet it's not hockey but you play fifa right yeah 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 so, I mean, do you play Madden? I'll fucking whoop you, dude. I'm sure you will, dude. I'll uh, never play it. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, so I bought Madden like a week ago. Okay. I uh, I played it, you know, like obsessively. Like, Is the Dallas Observer going to get PS5s again? I don't know what that means. Oh, you don't, you don't remember that? I was making a little local humor. The Dallas Observer? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I do remember now. <laughs> um they, they got hacked and there was like a ps5 alert hack thing i weird. fell for it i mean not like oh, yeah. I, I didn't send them my info or anything but <laughs> yeah, i got double takes, dude i was like what what like i want one of the oh <laughs> i was like no way this is real <laughs> no way um they uh they blocked jake for like talking about like the wall was hacked he was like look at this fucking hack. the hackers blocked him yes <laughs> But then once the Dallas Observer got it back, they didn't unblock him. So he was just blocked by the Observer. That's pretty funny. Dude. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I used to play like, you know, I mean, it used to be the number one activity. And then, uh, you know, not trying to brag, played one of the Mavericks. It was, uh, right. it was like a big uh, fucking like station event. 
And like that was like I just did have a moment where I was like, do I want to play this much for the rest of my life, or was there like a thing we were working towards? And if there was a thing we were working towards, how was it not playing one of the Mavericks like on the American Airlines Center outside sure. TV? Sure. So I was like, all right, time to do other things for a while, and that yeah. was probably like five years ago. And nice. So I'm ready to play again. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Um. Oh, I was looking at whatever. We've moved on. We don't need to find out what guy did the score. Okay. Um, definitely like like just the, the I don't know if this is even worth like fucking observing, but in the beginning when he hires the hooker. Yeah. Uh oh just, yeah, I thought that was worth observing. The way that he was looking at it, like it's like that's why you pay hookers. <laughs> <laughs> like in the like just there's a Yeah, well if you want to prolong the I'm about to get it, you know? Yeah, yeah, but, like, yeah, no, and, I mean, obviously, the, the only line he has in the scene is slowly or, like, yeah, slower. Yeah, dude. I remember when I first saw it, I was like, whoa, man, this guy's very... See, that's a, a, a constant joke on the station. <laughs> what? Like, uh, <laughs> if, uh, if, like, any, like, female gets on the phone, it'll be, what are you wearing? And they'll start to say it. Jeez. And someone will say it slower. Oh, my gosh. Really? Uh, uh, you know what? Who in an artful women? way. I was going to say, who are these women that are calling in? But they clearly know the drill at this point. Right? I mean, it's, like, it's, <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to, I can't remember specific examples. It probably lives to get and told And it's not, slower. like, a, it's not just, like, caller, you know? It'll be, like, if you, like, reached, like, the front desk of some, you know, like. They ask her what she's wearing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if, if there's a, a natural way to work it in the conversation. Dude, this shock jock world is so different from the world I, I know. I don't think you're ready for it. I see dude. why people tune in. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you can live on the on the edge of chaos. And Definitely, everything. dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like I don't know, like whatever the way he's looking at her, it's just clear he's a sex freak. And like I, whatever, <laughs> you know, like I don't know. Uh, if 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 ever I've looked like a sex, I've never uh, had a hooker. Whatever. If you have, I'm not here trying to like make you not you, but the listener. Uh, I'm not trying to like make you feel bad, you know. Like everyone's on their journey, and or I if you've been you, a hooker, and I love you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We probably have several hooker listeners. I I hope so. Yeah. Um, but like you know, uh, the closest I've come, which again, not close. Like that's certain. Like I just I feel like it's it's on a continuum toward like if I hired a hooker, I have no doubt I would look at her like he was looking <laughs> at her. Um, I I just I have to assume like anyone who's ever has, and I think it's because it's like fucking uh like. You just have to moderate yourself in all other circumstances. And in this one, you can just like, like, don't we all like suspect that's like what we actually are? You know, like, like it, the second you're done nutting, you're like, I am the guy that would just like, look, you know, fucking like, <laughs> uh, 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 see, you think uh, your desire is bad, dude, that you've, you've internalized that, you know, uh, let me tell you a little secret. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about that sex worker, please. Uh, a lot of women like to be desired. You know, they have responsive desire. They, sure. They I mean, you know, the woman on the train does. Definitely. Definitely. Although, did you notice in the... I got to say, though, me watching this, like, it, it is eye-opening to learn that, like, there are people... Like, because I, I see him looking at a woman on the train like that, and I'm like, 
oh, that's that's awful that he would do that to her. And then she like looks up and smiles. And I just want to say that like that is so outside <laughs> any concept of my personal lived experience that it like no, might as well be a fucking sci-fi movie. Did you see the in the signs? There, there's not a single time in my life where I'm like, I bet that woman would love it if she looked up and I was staring straight at her. Well, that as long as you believe that, that will be true. Well, I you don't know? need to fucking figure out. Yeah, I'm not saying you should. You, you can't go out here leering, dude. We're married now, so you know. Obviously, we should just read our Kindles. Uh, <laughs> 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 but i'm saying the women can tell fastbender's not looking at them like i mean deep down i think he's probably like I'm, I'm a nasty little boy but he's looking at them like yeah that's right i'm fastbender you know and that's what they respond to versus like if you're on the subway like ah. let's not you know? really discount how much they're responding to the fact that he is fastbender he like, is fastbender you you I, well yeah dude yeah. he's hot dude he's fastbender dude obviously I mean, dude, he's fast runner. Absolutely. What can we say, dude? I kept, I was about to say he's Magneto, but he wasn't even Magneto then. No, he wasn't. But I guess, I, I mean, I guess, no, he was in Band of Brothers. Oh, was he? I think he's one of those, like, if you watch Band of Brothers, like every guy in the background is a guy. Oh, yeah? Like Tom Hardy's in it. Okay. Uh, Simon Pegg. Oh, really? He's in it. Any old-timey looking guy, you know what I mean? Like a British guy, they're all running around. Wow. Uh, but I guess it's just like you bop around doing stuff like that, and then one of them gets picked to be Magneto, you know? I mean, yeah, this in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's interesting, you know? Because I was like, I was about to say, like, probably he wasn't doing any acting before that, but it's like he definitely probably had been doing it all his life. Yeah, and I mean, you know, some people just, you know, like DiCaprio was pretty famous pretty quick. Definitely. Definitely. Um, That's an interesting. I'd like to see Steve McQueen, DiCaprio team up. That'd be sick. It's a bummer to me that there's not more McQueen movies in general. I think it's hard for him to get money to get him mid. Why? Well, I noticed. They're in, too good? Yeah, like even Widows, when I saw, I saw Widows in the theater. I did too. I don't know, man. And he like it wasn't came, terrible, but I want to watch it again now that I'm good at watching more. movies. Uh, because like I was too, but I bet there's more to it than we saw the first time. You know what it's got is his upcoming project what? on no, IMDb. What? It's not like a feature film. It's a doc. He's directing a doc. What about? Uh, Amsterdam during the Nazi occupation. Oh shit. Yeah, it's called the Occupied City. That's what I'm thinking. That could be me. interesting. I'm very excited. He's like a genius, man. Yeah. He's a, yeah. But I'm saying like in the movie theater, he came out, there was like an infomercial before the movie. And he was like, all right, then, thanks for seeing the movie. It's a, I got a grant from this or something. Or maybe I'm confusing that with a different movie, but... He I think like I remember that. Definitely came out and was like, I mean, he wasn't, I was in Mesquite. He wasn't <laughs> doing a Q&A. <laughs> you know, I was like, I would this love guy's to see a Steve McQueen up. movie about Mesquite. Yeah, dude, dude, especially with the, the apartment 
lawsuit that they're doing did you see the that apartment lawsuit no dude i'm not up on what's going on in mesquite yeah bro uh no offense to mesquite they're like they, well i think this is like in, in dallas too it's like i'm not saying this this isn't me saying a stereotype they like did studies it's it's one of it's talk about things that seem obvious when you say it just knowing like how this city is laid out uh but it's like where is all the crime happening apartments oh okay so i'm sure there's going to be like an apartment task force or something but uh the city of mesquite is just filed like a big time lawsuit against a, a guy you know i don't know if it's a guy or a company or what but just the landlord who owns a ton of apartments in mesquite to the point like the dallas morning news is tweeting about it all the time yeah, that's exactly the kind of thing they ride for constantly. Those things are always a fucking horror show. Like, I don't know, dude. It's it's like one of those, like, and I mean, I, I uh, didn't know that this was happening, so uh, I certainly am not, like, going to present myself as an authority on this case. But yeah. the idea, like, it would be wonderful if cities were, you know, like, really concerned about the, you know, just protecting citizens. But these lawsuits are always fucking like land grab or for like sure. fucking get in line like that's why the steve mcqueen story would be sick as fuck dude like widows dude you know what i yeah. mean like colin farrell dude you know like doing all kinds of fucked up shit yeah i'd love to see colin farrell and steve mcqueen what they have to say about mesquite holy shit dude that would be very season two true detective colin farrell i think coming out with the western gear <laughs> <laughs> dude i was feeling like colin farrell season two the other day i i just uh i was in the garage getting pumped up have you ever it's on youtube like where colin farrell just goes insane doing drugs yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and he's just like, yeah. <laughs> like doing the rock'em sock'em robots <laughs> yeah i remember that scene anyway dude um so like uh i think definitely so like one of one of the themes of the movie yeah. um is either like this is the thing i think about a lot uh you know we sometimes conceive of ourselves as rational creatures um and like other times it's like fairly apparent that we're just fucking animals the same way that any of the other animals are animals yeah truth is probably either both or somewhere in between yeah um but this is a movie that feels to me like it's like really studying closely the uh the animals side of the spectrum okay uh, and I think that they establish it nicely in the beginning by showing him piss. Interesting. What do you mean by that? Like, it's just like, whenever you think about like, you know, whenever I'm like, uh, you know, look at me, baby Einstein, just a pure brain, just going around, like going on <laughs> intellect, okay. you know, we will be like, yeah, dude, but you do piss and shit. Like yes, what fucking, true. you know, illustrates our, our fucking, how that we're, we're still bound to, uh, this, uh, earthly, whatever than the fact that we fucking piss and shit and i mean know. i know the they do the taboos exist for a reason you know we can't have a society that has piss and shit just running loose everywhere mm -hmm. it's been we've advanced our society by treating them you know i mean you refuse uh, to accept free books because the idea they might have been in the bathroom very true they might have been <laughs> i mean some of them are textbooks that i just didn't ever like taken in any room besides those were like, the ones i was looking at but those might be safe might be i'm not so engrossed in the fucking textbook i'm taking in the shitter i mean yeah i believe you 
But just because you didn't like study that hard. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Flunked out. But you said the boxes were in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. That's, so I that's can't. True. I mean, like in the closet. Yeah, that helps. But no, I think we've made our. There's been a vibe <laughs> shift. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying like. I don't think the acts of pissing and shitting are bad, dude. Everybody does them. You got to do them. I'm not saying they're bad. Yeah. I'm saying they're a tie to like the animal side of it. It's a reminder that yeah, like yeah. we're not intellectual beings purely. True. Like, you know, we're evolved from the same places as fucking dogs and birds and whatever else. The intellect evolved from that? Well, all of it did, you know? Yeah, I guess. Um, and, you know, I, I like that we... You know, it's it's not like it's not as if all we do all day is just go from rational choice to rational choice. Like, right? There's a lot of things we do without thinking at all. You know, like we're just right. We are a bundle of impulses in a way that we're not always like ready to admit to ourselves. And uh, you know, I, I think that that certainly is true of Brandon. Um, and uh, it, like, and a man, a physical manifestation of that. The connection that I make in my mind is is pissing and shitting. And okay. So whenever you know, like first two minutes of the movie, we got him, and the he really was pissing. It took three takes. Interesting. So was he drinking a lot of water? It must have been. Okay. Or maybe I mean you know they got a lot to film in that uh, apartment, so maybe you get to do another thing. Well, he's just like I got to go. They're like everybody, you know the deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, like yeah. places. And yeah. Then, okay. Yeah, that's probably true uh great shot like just the that, Do you think, okay. they, they returned to it a couple times just that particular shot of the apartment where it's like capturing his bathroom and bedroom so good dude yeah, yeah. so good yeah i mean yeah unbelievable question now we've talked about the dog enough mm -hmm. no i'm good <laughs> You well, were going to talk about it, but now you're not? No, no, make me ask. I'll ask. <laughs> what? I'm wondering, dude, do you think he chubbed up? Like, whenever he's showing it, does he need, like, a fluffer? Yeah, you know, I mean, he wasn't erect, obviously, but, you know, do you, do you think there was temperature control on the set? That's an interesting least. question. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I you know, I don't like, know. I I only know what my dick's like. You know what I mean? Like, I don't hang out with another of people to see that. Is your dick generally the same <laughs> no, size? No, no, it's not fast benders just all the time. <laughs> no, no, no. No, but I'm saying mine is like, dude. It's, I'm not here it's, to apologize for mine's it, but yeah, the fucking no, it's Dow pretty Jones, fucking dude. variable. It's up and yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying they got it. Like, I don't know, man. Like uh, the most famous movie, Dick, is to me like it's still Wahlberg. All uh, that's day. exactly what I was gonna say. But, yeah. Like especially Flash, but the prosthetic though, it definitely. And yeah. I think more than you think. I read an article about the like the laboratory that makes them. Do you think Fastbenders was? I that's, mean, that would that's be an my easy question for you. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess it is. I I just kind of thought like surely not until now because I, the whole movie is so me. honest it would be fucking weird. But plus like, Fassbender, it is a movie. Strikes me. It's not like he actually lives. You know, like his name's not Brandon. It's Michael. Like they're willing yeah. to make some fucking. When I saw it, I wasn't like no way Fassbender's dick's that big. Yeah, you know, I was like that. That seems like a regular size. Maybe I'm telling on myself for saying that it's big. Maybe it's actually small. 
So can we return to the uh, the conflict about uh, why he's jerking off after they catch him with the computer? Because I I do think it's yeah, like yeah. Uh, I I like one of the things that I really like about the movie is the very subtle portrayal of like a man carrying a secret and like the terror he lives in as a result. Yeah, because like he's just so like he's like where's my computer? Where's my computer? Hey, they, 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 and okay, I'm like, but wait, wait, wait. Whenever wait, wait. he sees him taking it, he's like freaking the fuck out. But I don't think that's the real secret. That's like the externalization of it. The real secret is like he thinks he can't be himself. Like he he thinks the thing that's on his hard drive. That's why then the boss is like, your hard drive is fucking filthy, bro. It's disgusting. You know? And who fucking believes that it's, that guy doesn't know what a cream pie is? Well, he's not generative, dude. He's a corrupt Senex, man. He's not an actual father. I think that was like a loaded line. I agree. It like struck out to me too, but it's like, cause he's, he's like a, he's not, he is a father, but he's not, you know what I mean? Uh, although I didn't like the way he reacted with, you know, he told his kid that was so weird. That was like another occasion of like putting the kid in the middle of being like, you go tell mommy that I said, you know, you know what I mean? Like you go play daddy to mommy while I'm here. And I think that's when he says, like, that's what it's all about. We're chasing the dollar here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and the kid has to play daddy prematurely. You know, that's kind of like a very low stakes, like, not, I wouldn't even say emotional incest, but like kind of the same spectrum. You know what I mean? Uh, but I feel like the wife maybe handled it okay when she was like, all right, go to the house, mm -hmm. but just come back for dinner. Uh, anyway. But yeah, just uh, also, I, I think the same kind of like... Uh, oh, I, I was just saying, I think he wants to get caught with the hard drive. I think he wants to be seen. Like, But also, I, I think like it could just be if you're a sex addict, when you get anxious, you masturbate. So like the hard drive gets caught. It's like, you're anxious. Yeah. I, think, I just think there's a lot of portrayals of him being anxious. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I don't like... I'm not really here to say that it's one of the. I'm open to the idea yeah, yeah, that yeah. like uh, it's both. Yeah, definitely, like, definitely. Yeah, um, but like I, I just I, I, I definitely want to ride for like just his displays of anxiety. I do think that he uses sex as a way of like uh, coping with anxiety, definitely. and I do think he has anxiety about being caught. And like part of him could also like be like, finally, you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, like in in to. Through scene, thinking about it through that, like, is it's kind of heartbreaking the scene then, whenever he's like, Man, your fucking intern goes crazy, huh? Yeah, like he, exactly. Because he doesn't seem like that relieved. I think he like wanted to get like torn down. Yeah, no, yeah. He, like, it's, it's not like he's reacting like they don't think it's me. Finally, I got what I wanted. He yeah. doesn't act like he got what he wanted at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then I think that's the anxiety, like the, I carry a secret and I'm terrified and it's like, you know, sh uh, like, uh, shading every action that I take, but like the rest of the world doesn't see. And so they just find me like difficult to connect with, difficult yeah. to understand. Yeah. Um, is, uh, whenever the sister's asking to stay over, I think he's saying like, whenever I'm like, why would he say no? It's like, cause he's doing weird sex stuff in his apartment all the time. And like, this is his fucking space to do his weird sex stuff. Like he's terrified of what does happen of the sister fucking seeing on the computer. And then like, you know, then he does like I the purge. I wanted her to see that. 
you know like the i feel like it's all the purge is part of the cycle too i mean i think that you're definitely right like that he wants <coughs> he wants to be seen so that like he can be himself and like have people around him understand like some part of him does that but like he also very clearly does not well like some part of him is like fucking terrified yeah, yeah that's his I mean, problem man. you know like uh if you're if you are seen and then rejected like what's worse exactly well you you can get through it <laughs> you definitely can but yeah, I think that's what he's been taught. Like, he's in a constant fight or flight. And that's why when he purges his porn, and dude, it's an unbelievable porn, uh, porn purge, dude. I mean, he was pulling out so many drawers of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, if you're a guy that lives alone and just keeps vibrators on, on deck in case, right? Watch out. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, like a couple of them yeah not i'm not gonna say he's not a friend of mine <laughs> go uh, ahead great start i know a, a friend of a friend who is a woman who went i'm like i don't know if it was a conference or she was like meeting a guy at a place that was having a conference or something a reunion maybe but anyway, uh, he thought they were going to be having sex. Mm -hmm. And he, like, in his luggage, she was like, it was fucking, it was, it was the shame purge, dude. It was like he had dildos. He had restraints. Like, they had never even, like, been in a romantic context together. Uh, but I think it was they were going to, like, share a room or something. But she was like, I think she got out of there. Or she was talking about a wild weekend she had, actually. I don't know now that I think about it. Uh, but I always think of that guy when I'm like, dude, who travels with vibrators as a single guy, like a heterosexual man? Dude, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like yeah. a respect, I guess. But uh, I know I've told the story on the podcast before about when I was like 13, I was playing basketball and I saw a guy pull up in the park and just throw shoeboxes out of his car. Mm -hmm. And I just, the shame vibe was so strong that I read it from across the park and I was like, I'll be right back. <laughs> and I, I knew what I was going to come back got, with. Boys, yeah, I've fine. And I literally came back and I was like, it's what I thought. It's boxes full of pornography. <laughs> Who wants what? <laughs> like, uh, so I get that vibe, but it also reminds me of like when I used to be in a, a very polarized do i or do i not smoke cigarettes i would like buy cigarettes like drunk and smoke them and then at the end of the night run them under the sink and be like never again you know but then of course that just makes me want and crave them more and it heightens the wanting for when i finally do get them and do the cycle again just like did you notice like so after he does his his purge that's when he like gets way pda with the girl at work you know and he's like no more of this i'll i'll do a real relationship with the woman like that's how i read it and then he goes on a date with her but then it's like he can't fuck you know although dude we should talk about it. he sends her home dude that's a wild move man to yeah. not try to fuck that's a crazy move uh what do you think what, she... what do you mean like dude i mean she came up to him being like, do you like your sugar? You know, stare for a minute, like long, you know? 
And doesn't he on their first date, he's just like, all right, I'll see you later. We'll do this again. You know, that's a, to me. I'm, that, I, I, I'm pretty sure my recollection, I mean, whatever, you've seen it more, more recently than me. I, it seemed to me like she was kind of like, this is the end. Oh, really? Like, I thought she's it was a like, more normal person and just like, you know, this is a nice first date. I thought she was like, what's going what's gonna to happen here? And then he was like, go along now. But maybe not. I, I, there was, there was that moment, but I thought it was kind of like, uh, like, cause he sort of, he says like, you know, this is nice. Like we should do it. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought it was like, kind of like her. Cause I, I think that she had said something or my recollection is she said something to kind of like indicate like, like she says like, Oh, this is me, you know, like I'm leaving now. And then he's okay, sort of okay. like, so well, was I thought something when she was like, this enough? is me. It's like, mm. Oh, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, She's, I don't think. I mean, I don't know. That, that that No part of me thought that that was occurring, but I, you know, like there's nothing intrinsically correct about my views. It doesn't mean that you could have seen it correctly. I just feel like when, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the movie makes Fassbender like such a superhero. It's like, it seems like it's like not a superhero, but like, you know, a super powered sex guy. It seems yeah. like it's always up to him. Maybe that's where maybe I, I was coming from. Um, except not in the first scene it does seem like that's the boss's problem in that first bar scene is he that's what makes it so gross that carrie mulligan falls for it because you want to be like you're better than so that fucking, yeah like dude, really upsetting because with the, the the i love women in suits you know girls at the bar mm -hmm. it's like he makes the fundamental error of just thinking you can force a woman to like you at all just by like coming up to her and talking at her uh Whereas, like, I feel like Fassbender is just like, she will, we will have eye contact. And then we will both know, you know, what's going on at, behind the dumpster later. Uh, and, but, like, Carrie Mulligan is so, like, in a fucked up place that she just instantly loves the attention from a man. And it's so gross, like, that's why when he's like, oh, what, did you notice when he's like, oh, what's that? It's the fucking scars on her wrist, dude. Yeah, yeah. Of course it's like, it bro, you can't fuck her in her brother's bed that night then. Like, once you notice them. If you are a father. Were you under the impression that he was a good guy? I'm saying, like, <laughs> I don't know, man. He's the biggest I mean, fucking shitbag in the movie. I, I'd ride with Fassbender before him a million times out of a million. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but Fassbender kind of set it up too which makes him gross that's why yeah, i feel like it, i don't know it feels I, too good to shit on the boss like settled oh he definitely dude he's smart man he like i'm not saying he consciously consciously like for the listener i put quotes around consciously <clears throat> but it's one of those instances where he doesn't actually know what he's doing he just there's like these little moments where you might get to spot where you're doing dude the subway songs I mean, here's, are so here's another in interpretation movie. that i feel is like pretty common in life yeah. uh someone's bugging you to do something and eventually you're like fine i'll do it like his sister's over and over like it's clear that this isn't like the first time that she's been like come see me sing and then the guy comes up he's like hey uh we got to find something to do tonight and he's like yeah, I mean, she has been asking me to sing. Like, if it were me and Would all that, those like, things happen. What is the first thing that comes to your mind, self-identified normal guy, uh, when that boss is in the mix and you're like, uh, my emotionally unstable singer sister is performing. 
yeah, let me put those two together. I just, I like, would see it as like the guy's asking would, for an activity. There's an activity that's been requested so that, I be at. So like, I'm not going to think about it too much. Like, I don't have time to analyze it. Like he's like somewhere classy and I'm like, oh the yeah, there was a classy place. kind of thinking that like leads you to do stuff like set your boss up to fuck your sister to work out your larger issues because you're not like scrutinizing yourself enough. Like there's, this guy does not make decisions. I mean, he does though. I don't, I agree with you. Like, I don't think in the moment he's like, I'm going to analyze this and finally I'll get what I want. My boss will fuck my sister. I really think it's like, you know, I mean, I believe him whenever he looks like he really doesn't want his boss to fuck his sister. No, he wants to be upset watching it because that's what it was like when he was a child and he was on the bottom of the drama triangle. And I really do, you know, it's the Carl Jung saying, until you address your unconscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. I, that's what he's doing. And I think it's cool that it's with his sister versus like, uh, I feel like sibling relationships are under discussed in the psychoanalytic literature overall. Um, hmm. But it seems here like the sister and brother are like just they're on opposite ends and they draw it out of each other. Like it's a very like Jungian anima animus, you know, like he's strong and stoic and almost like a skeleton or a mask. And she's like ultra expressive, but you know, doesn't have her life together at all. You know what I mean? Like I also thought like when he finally is like, I don't need you, you're nothing to me. Like rather than taking action, like the most action she can take is to be like, to go beyond passivity and to utter self-negation, you know? But I feel like in a way, that's what Fassbender really wants. Like he wants to black his head out that same way. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're just like, they're different sides of the same coin and they need to connect with each other, most of all each other, because they're the only, they come from the same place. You know, not everybody has that, you know, Steve McQueen directing their life like that but we all have inside us like the polarized part that we think we have to bury. Uh, and I feel like it speaks to us in those weird moments, you know, while we're pissing in between nuts or whatever. Dude, the subway signs are so fucking sick in this movie. They're like the, one of them literally says, it's like, we are finding ways to help you see things new all the time. You just have to look up. Yeah. Like just while he's sitting there. And then at the last, that's why I'm like, I don't know at the end of the movie, it's like it's a church sign behind him. And okay. it like alternates between like strong and then it's like strong thought, I think. And then it's like strong though. And I'm like, is he strong though? You know? And then it's like with that look up comment, it's like a parallel of him chasing the woman, but this time his desire has come to him and he looks up at it. And I feel like maybe that's like, he might still fuck her, but at least he's like, I think until you actually look at what you're chasing and why, you have no chance of, of breaking the cycle. Like when you get those glimpses of like, oh my God, dude, did I set my sister up to fuck my boss? Like how fucked up am I? Like if you can look at that, like whatever it is for you, it's like that's the beginning. I, it's like, I feel like the movie is too smart and like the the context is, the times are too complicated to just, depict maybe an up and out like he got better and then he never had sex again <laughs> like you know like what is he getting better even look like for him you know yeah but uh i almost feel like you know like true detective like uh 
just being able to feel the love beneath everything. It's like the ob opposite of that maybe even, like just to look your desire square in the eye is a, a victory for him because in a way he's been like chasing it to run away from it, I feel like. I don't know, man. It's uh, a great fucking movie. It is a great movie. Um, I haven't seen, what else is Steve McQueen done besides Hunger? Hunger, 12 Years a Slave and this. I haven't seen and 12 Years a Slave either. You haven't seen 12 Years a Slave? No. What do we do? Like, I'm not know, a Democratic man. voter at all. <laughs> Dude, speaking of, man. Uh, I, I, I saw that in theaters. I, that's like, I mean, it's it's so different from this just because like, I it's, I like, this is such a heavy movie. It's weird to say, but it's like so much heavier. Like, this is all like, yeah, it's the violence like, is implied. I know? saw the trailer for 12 Years of Slave I, and I just remember being like, is that in that the really? violence is explicit you know what i mean like I've it's a totally that, yeah. different thing um but like uh yeah i i don't i like i've just never been i mean whatever this is a very generic thing to say uh i'm sure that i could just imagine like you know i've never met your parents but them and their friends like you know getting together at dinner parties and being like it was transformative but Not like my parents, I don't i've think. never been so fucking bowled over dude like i i walked out like i like what do i do with my life now i have no idea like wow okay uh, you know like it just this changes everything like i don't Interesting. know dude. It's, wow. i mean like it's i as far as i'm aware like the among the worst i mean i it's like what i would think of as like the archetypal like worst thing you know like the Slavery? fucking yeah like yeah you so. know, like yeah. The, and like this particular where like the guy's free like he was born free in new york well, dude the trailer and, like, fucked me up about that him. i i know slavery's yeah. always wrong but yeah something but that about feels that feels like a little i remember extra seeing special. the trailer probably because yeah. it like brings it closer to home for white people yeah honestly. <laughs> yeah because you were also born free and it's just Allegedly, like you know even yeah. that can't save you yeah exactly uh, just like whoa whoa <laughs> yeah and you're just oh my god but then and it's so, like, like it's the worst version of the worst probably thing. that's and how like, every slave no slave was probably like it's cool i was born you know they're probably all feeling that way yeah like, there's been some kind of error <laughs> like you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? yeah, like yeah. i just don't think i'm meant to be a slave like, <laughs> yeah i i don't know god damn dude yeah i do want to watch it though i mean i love steve mcqueen i love fastbender i like chiwetel the egu for i don't know i think i said that right i do Chiwetel. i mean like of course he does a great job and like he's he makes the movie better by being in it but it's so rules that brad pitt's like i do want to produce this and if you're looking for someone to play the savior i'm available really <laughs> yeah dude. Uh, i didn't even know he was in it yeah, yeah, that oh, just okay. comes at the end. Like, I mean, whatever. I'm not trying to spoil it. It's the fine. End. Uh, uh, well, I get that it's only 12 years. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured either he died or, you know, got out of there. But you should see it. Yeah, no, I want to. It's very good. I, dude, when I saw Shame, no, I think when I saw Widows, maybe, I don't know. I definitely bought Hunger and 12 Years a Slave. Like, when I bought my Steve McQueen Blu rays, I was like, I know I want to watch these. And, Widows yeah. and Shame were so good. I'd be interested to talk but to I other people. I had to rent Shame today, dude, because of my fucking Blu-ray situation. What the hell? I own the Blu-ray, but I had to rent it. I mean, it's a very Which easy to acquire. It's just a regular micro USB. Yeah, I'm sure I have them somewhere. Yeah. You know, but... No house in America wouldn't. 
Yeah, I'm going to play Red Dead Redemption, maybe. Okay. The first one. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, those are the big ones for me for PS3. But yeah, I'd, I'd be interested uh, someone who, like, I've, like, seen multiple documentaries about the events depicted in Hunger. <laughs> so, like, the story was not, like, shocking. You know yeah, what I mean? I have no fucking, you know, I don't know any of this shit. It's, it's I know the British occupied some parts of Ireland. Well, you use the past tense verb <laughs> Yeah, there, okay, Alex? okay, yeah, still, right, still. Um, uh, the troubles, ah, the troubles. It's the... Yeah, fucking, uh, R.I.P. to my grandma, dude. She, uh, that's okay. my last it's Irish grandma. Sudden turn. I just want to say that real quick. R.I.P. to her, R. I. P. indeed. R.I.P. to me, Nan. Indeed. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, you got your, uh, like, two major parts of Irish history, you know, like the before the treaty and after. The Treaty of Ulster. Is that what it is? No. <laughs> um, hey, I don't know how to read. <laughs> and uh, what is the treaty, dude? Uh, yeah, the partitioning, like uh, oh, making okay. it so that Ulster was a separate Ulster, know. dude. That's what I said. Yeah, I know, but I don't think it's called the Treaty of oh, Ulster. Okay. Like the Treaty of Paris isn't about like fucking how they're going to partition Paris. All right, dude. I'm, I'm looking saying. it up right now because you are making me doubt myself. But the Treaty of Ulster. I mean, it's just uh, not a popping up anything. Yeah, the Anglo-Irish Treaty. The Anglo-Irish Treaty. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, yeah. Commonly known as the treaty. That's that's okay. what I'm. So I I should have been more nothing because <laughs> I I was top. thinking of it as just the treaty. Yeah, you know, like sure, it's the fucking course. treaty. For me, the treaty is. Uh, what's the treaty for me? It's not that one. Probably Treaty of Paris. Honestly, Treaty of Versailles. So. Okay, is that one? I think that ended World War One. Yeah, that's a good one. It's all right. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess the Germans didn't love it. You know, it did set up some potential negative events in the future. That's what Duncan McGinnis taught me. Yeah, I also had Duncan McGinnis teach me that. That's a good Irish name. That's right. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so you know, like uh, as far as like uh, post treaty history goes, yeah, I would say the most notable event is fucking Bobby Sands. Uh, they is were Fastbender, yeah, yeah, okay. just uh, they the. Irish who were the you know people who were locked up uh, for attempting to liberate themselves. Okay, um, were uh, they were like you know we're being treated like regular prisoners. We're not regular prisoners. We're political prisoners. There's conventions that uh, govern this sort of thing, and you'll treat us as such. Oh, interesting. Okay. And Margaret Thatcher was like, no, I fucking won't. Margaret Thatcher was a brute. Yeah, that's how I'm getting the sense that this lady did not play. Yeah, she's not. She didn't didn't have much of a human heart to her, you know. Yeah, that you know. Um, what's her so deal? Their way of forcing this was, uh, you know, hunger strikes. To be to be treated as they were like, well, we'll hunger strike out. Okay. In like, Fassbender you know, would be good at hunger strike. I'm I'm going first. Bobby Sands, you know, like I'm going first, and every week after me, someone else is going to go on strike. And, okay. uh, and I mean, this is like the culmination, like there's a lot of steps in between that are like, just like they fucking, it, just a lot of like very brutal, uh, or brutal is not the word, but just like they're smearing their shit all over their walls and stuff. Like, like they're sure. refusing to just refusing to comply in any fucking way that they can't, like it's anything of the, they yeah, could dude. possibly do. 
like any any means that they had. They're like, we're not wearing clothes. We're not using the bathroom. We're not cleaning anything. Like when you got to that point at Excel, they got you out of there pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, to wear. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, yeah. You know, and so uh, yeah, so he fucking uh, goes on strike. Goes on the hunger strike. They're doing like the feeding tubes and shit. Okay. And uh, while he's doing that, uh, the uh, minister of parliament in his home area passes away unexpectedly okay he stands for election oh shit while fucking hunger striking oh shit from jail shit dude and like that uh Sinn Fein is like never been more in the better position than they are right now like okay. both north and south okay uh and like that's where it starts like that is like he's the it's the first time that like uh they attempted to participate in a regular political process oh okay which is putting him up to vote I guess if you're like worried about the purity of entering the political process, a hunger striking prisoner is a pretty good fucking test candidate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. The, Bernie could never, dude. There's a big there's a famous speech of like uh like after like he wins or whatever, they're like, you know, no one no one here thinks that uh political process is you know, they're gonna like treat us fair enough for uh yeah, this to be whatever, but I believe the ballot in one hand and an arm of light in the other. Okay. can prevail. Okay. Hasn't happened yet, but, you know, they're trying. Struggle. Unless... Mainly put down the arm of light. Here's the thing, though, dude. At this point. I'm not saying him. Some people will join the movement and sabotage it at the same time so that they always have something to strive for because that's their version of, like, oh, of course. shame. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So wrapped up in it. For all, sure. All of it. Like... If we're not struggling again, like when your identity is defined as struggle against a thing, like the worst thing that could happen to you is the getting what you want, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I hope that Jerry Adams asks himself a lot of hard questions about this. I do hope so too. I'm, I'm going to say I have heard that name before now that I've spent some time with you. It's definitely from you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you, you're, I'm a parochial guy, dude. You're, passed away grandmother isn't talking about jerry adams no dude she's a usa democrat dude she loves america she loves america or she loved america. i love america she was the first one of her family i think uh, her mom was maybe i'm just aggrandizing it here and she had been here a while mm -hmm. but i want to say i don't know i was about to say i think her mom was pregnant on the way over but i don't know that might not be true but she was like i mean my grandpa was pretty fucking hyped about america and still found time to care about the home country a little bit i mean i Visited remember a like couple times. i have a paper i wrote like uh when i was in fourth grade we had to interview uh a relative that was an immigrant and okay. basically uh which I guess there was just no Mayflower kids, you know. It was basically, it was like, come on, you got at least one if you go far enough. Uh, so I interviewed her just about, like, you know, the culture and all that Where shit. Where would you be most likely to encounter? No, I mean, like, I understand what you're saying of, like, it's a land of immigrants. A no like, immigrant family? I would say, like, probably in the heartland. No. What? Like probably they actually I'm saying like a for real living memory someone was not born in this country and they came here in the heart so when I say in the heartland I'm like they've been there since like the 1800s but they can probably trace like those people in Minnesota who are like we're from Minnesota you know I'm just doing the Irish accent again but you know you know what I'm talking about that still I guess would count they're still like they have heritage you know or whatever non-American heritage 
Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, just I saying, I, I interviewed my grandma uh, about like the Irish culture and where she came from. And I got the sense like her family was Irish, but she was born here. But it was like her dad, you know, talked like the way I've been talking, like, yeah, you know, this episode. I don't want to disrespect my great grandfather now by doing it, doing a <laughs> flipping accent. Um, you know, but anyway. It's, yeah, uh, Jerry Adams was—he was the head of Sinn Fein. Now it's merely the McDonald because he's okay. kind of older. But uh, yeah, I think they went full in on American politics. They were—they were less into the. I mean, I'm sure they were into it. They like JFK. Well, yeah, we they all do. Love JFK. Love that JFK. Now they had like a family feud that involved JFK somehow, or it like culminated in a what dispute. Now? <laughs> I can't remember exactly who it was or what it involved. You but tease it, us with this JFK story with no payoff? No, 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 no. It's like they didn't have a feud with JFK. It was like something where somebody had beef and the, the last straw was like a, a co some stand-up comedian, like a conservative stand-up comedian of their day, like had a record where he did impressions of JFK. Mm. and i think my grandparents mm, were mm, like mm, do not put that shit on <laughs> like we're out of here <laughs> like yeah and did they, uh did they put it on? i think they did and then it oh. was like that's why we don't talk to them anymore. he's on site like, <laughs> you know they dude yeah they came at the king dude yeah. it might have been after he was dead too i would presume because you know my grandfather was uh he when jfk spoke jersey city is like a big democratic hub it no was way. part of the democratic machine have i said that before no, I just see yeah, it. Whatever, dude. It's Jersey City, yeah. No, if you like uh, the mayor, Frank Haig, like controlled New Jersey. Like it was, you know, okay. like deliver the vote kind of shit. Yeah, okay. Uh, and so like JFK had to come and speak at Jersey City, mm. uh, mm -hmm. even though it's not like the biggest city in the world. Um, and so my grandfather, because he was a cop, he was like, he guarded, he was part of the security detail for JFK. So he like met him and stuff. And he was like, he's, he looked me in the eye. You didn't treat me any you know what i mean like just salt to the earth because it's, it's the irishman president man absolutely uh, like my dad said when jfk got shot that's the only time he's ever seen his dad shed a single tear god damn and dude. it was like he collapsed in the doorway before oh. he came home before he had to like tell the family or whatever did you tell him we're sorry uh, or i think the family already knew but it was like he saw his dad like steal himself to come in and face you know to talk to the family about the new world uh Anyway. He doesn't so. represent us. <laughs> Wait, JFK or? No, Lee. Lee? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Dallas loves. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant Lee Lovett, like the mafia connection of killing JFK. No, I but, mean Lee Harvey you know, Oswald. Excel friend. Because, you know, when I think of the, the longshoreman killing JFK, dude, you know. It's probably I'm not Lee's saying dad. Lee Lovett did that. No, Lee's dad wouldn't have done that, I don't think. But, you know, that kind of vibe. The docks. It was uh, the Secret Service. They made an error. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's such an interesting theory. But what do you what What about Oswald and stuff? What about Ruby? I mean, the Secret Service theory holds that Oswald shot at him, and the upon reaction to the shot, the Secret Service guy like. So it really was carrying his gun recklessly. So it only answers like a very technical, small question. It doesn't answer Correct. like why is Oswald there? Why did Ruby get killed? The answer to that, or why did Ruby shoot Oswald? Is the CIA? Okay, the no, CIA. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know what to believe. That I, 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 I'm positive that there is not evidence that I would say like would convince anyone or like most people or anything like that. 
that uh, the CIA had any direct involvement. But whenever I think, whenever I think you look at like the wide scope of the 60s, I'm sure I've made this point in this podcast before, uh, and you just observe that several notable political figures were killed at a time whenever the agency was known to be carrying on those activities elsewhere, and they mm-hmm. do all just happen. It's total fucking coincidence to uh, all come from the same side, two of them from the same goddamn family. Wait, the Kennedys uh, you don't, you don't have anything? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Because the mean, Dulles brothers are like the brother, the Kennedys of the CIA. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they would be the ones saying this is a good idea. And I yeah, think that yeah, they yeah, had yeah. feuds with the Kennedys. I think in terms of vibes, at least, I mean, I can't, there could be like, you know, a Secret Service agent type explanation in terms of why the CIA hated the Kennedys or whatever, if that's really what happened. But there is definitely something to like, in a society that tells you you must be ashamed of your desires and repay that debt for your entire life, there's something about a cool president that does what he wants and like appears to act on his own desires and like, you know, fucks movie stars and stuff that it's like, we can't have that. Absolutely. Who the fuck does he think he is? Yeah. You know, Mr. Hollywood. Um, that, like there's a kind of guy that wants that just, that's gotta stop. I would, I would, I would just say uh, JFK, RFK, and, and MLK are the, the notable assassinations I would point to. Yeah, and notice before that, they tried to shame MLK for his sex life. They did. And they were like, you should kill yourself. That's literally the message that, that the twisted Senex uh-huh. tells anybody who's just trying to get a nut off That's right. and liberate their communities thereby. Um, so, you know, we're drifting back towards the movie there to return to it fully. The uh, fucking... Uh, scene about eye color like that's just a great scene that was wild dude like just it's one of those that like there's a lot of th- like you know the the bit about uh wanting to uh set up the the sister um i would say at this point i i feel like you've convinced me um Thank you. but like i don't feel like that that's an obvious thing to anyone <laughs> at least that'd be my opinion yeah, yeah, as somebody yeah. watched it and did not come away with that take until i heard your points um but like uh that the the eyes thing felt like something that was like uh you know any kind of person watching this movie like here's something to feel good like catching what's going on you know Uh what i mean like in a way that the you feel like you've got this special little secret because the characters on screen react the opposite of the way that they should wait with the eye thing yeah, like he's he's the pick. He's or, you know correctly stating the color of the girl's eyes whenever they're closed. Oh, you mean because he's been scoping them sexually like that? Yeah, because he's a fucking freak. Like it's so dark that he knows. Yeah, because it means dude, he's whoa. just been studying them. Uh, See, here I was thinking like maybe part of his anxiety is he literally is like he has a higher sensitivity and he perceives more. And like he just that you know as as a trauma response maybe and so he has to deal with it. I mean, I but think he like, does perceive more, but it's like in the service yeah, of I think you're feeding right, his fucking. Dude. I'm like those girls, dude. I'm just seduced. I was impressed, dude. Until you <laughs> okay. put that out, dude. I was just like, whoa, <laughs> like this boss is a chump. Yeah, no, dude. I I watched that and I was like, that is so fucking dark. Like wow, he's just yeah. like brown, not a problem. Yeah, yeah. I've been staring like, at you since you, you walked want in. Me to do your tit sizes next. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Give me a minute. I can tell you your addresses too. Yeah. Wow. Very interesting. I mean, they definitely do the Goodfellas thing of like, isn't this cool? Never mind. It isn't, you sick fuck. What <laughs> yeah. does it say about you that you liked it? Yeah. Uh, but I don't mind, dude. 
uh, I'm along for the ride. Um, all the like, just all the depictions, like the of like the daydreaming, you know, like whenever he's first looking at the uh, Marianne's the name of the girl from the office. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, whenever he's like first looking at, just there's a lot of times where it's like, yeah, I'm asking myself, like the yeah, know, I was like, did they fuck before? Yeah, like when he, it was like so vivid, I was like, oh, they fucked before, and then I was like, oh, I guess not. There's yeah, there's a lot of times where I'm like, I think I know what's going on here, and then I realize that like I don't at all. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, whenever the the first scene, the first subway scene, like that pauses yeah. in the middle, and like yeah, it's true. like him in a bed with a woman, and I'm like, oh, so is it like now? Yeah, true. They did, or, but no, it's the whole you know. Then they show the scene with the hooker, and like then yeah, you know, then we're back on the subway. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just the way that they do, they build all that stuff. It's just it. it it's creating this further sense that this is a, a complex movie. It's not going to hand things to you. Like, you yeah. I don't want to like jerk ourselves off too much about like how yeah. fucking smart and cool we are for understanding the complex movies. But like, no. that is what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. No, I mean like it's, it is fun to like, uh, it's a movie like a lot of the movies we like, it rewards attention. And I really do think it just kicks off cool associations. So it's more like, it kicked off a cool series of associations that when you then think about them, you can put them into a coherent whole that is fun to tell people. And I think that's fun, dude. You can, no one's pressing play that doesn't want to hear it. What, uh, what do you, I, I do want to have like a surface level, like, is it okay to go after your boy's sister? Uh, I'm going to say yes within, you know, rule of reason, dude. You know, not if her wrists are all cut up and you're his boss and like, you know, you're gonna do it the way it was depicted in this movie. I would say no. That was yeah, a bad vibe. Like I, don't, I just think what like, I mean, I was you know obviously we all know laboring under my previous understanding that uh, he, he did not want for his boss to, uh, but like so I was kind of like you know whatever you can see he's like that upset because like the the fucked up way of looking at it like if it's like. There's a certain strain of this where it's the only real people are men. So the only people whose feelings I have to care about are men. And so I would not pursue someone's sister because I'm like deferential to this mm -hmm. other male. And like, you know, if the sister does want to be pursued, like that's fucked up. You know, like you're, you're mm -hmm. dehumanizing the woman. And you know, yeah, I think that's wrong. You think that's wrong? Yeah, I felt that way before. I one of my first like when I was a kid, I remember my friend's little sister. Like that was one of my first times of being like, I think she's flirting with like I think this I think my friend's little sister has a crush on me. She was only a year below us though. And like I def she was very cute. Uh but I was like, no, nah, that would be messed up, dude. You know? Why though? You know what I'm saying? For who? So then she just has to suffer, probably be confused or not feel good about herself because once i realized that i stopped being nice to her or like talking to her as much you know yeah i was like I, you know uh so yeah if i could go back i don't know because at the same time uh i think this friend would fight anyone that tried to like date his sister so maybe it was for the best in that scenario um but yeah, I, I think that that's like, a, but like, but like I'm saying, like it was an immature. That's all I'm saying. It's an immature mindset. Yeah, but like on the other hand, uh, like seeing how upset Fastbender is, 
like whatever he's just like beside himself in the taxi cab yeah like i think that if you're looking upon someone being that upset and your reaction is like to ignore it like i i don't think that's right yeah i think everybody's getting what they want in the taxi cab in some ways but yeah i hear you like i understand the level upon which you're saying that but like if it were an actual like i'm just saying like if we're in this situation if i'm ever in this situation which is (laughs) difficult to imagine sure sitting where we are now yeah um and like like if i'm making out with someone and someone else is looking that mad and it's not like a mortal enemy where i'm like hell yeah so glad i'm making them mad now why are they mad I mean, like, because it's sometimes sister, people. Dude. Oh, okay. Well, in that now we're back to the sister example, which I still do get, and I would say don't do it in front of him like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. If, he, if that's his whole vibe over you two being together, he's a hater, dude. And at some point, if you two actually love each other, you're gonna have to. I mean, the boss does suck. I can see why he doesn't does like suck. fucking concede that out front. But like, yeah, who would be excited about that boss being with their sister? Even well, yeah, if they were super fucking normal. Yeah. Like, yeah, because of, like, the relationship that he and Fassbender had had before, you know, like, Fassbender being like, watch this dude. He doesn't have any fucking clue what he's doing. But just 60 bucks, he fucks this up. Yeah. Like, for that guy who's, you know, like, he's like, this game, this is simple. Only a fucking simpleton would fall for this. And then the sister's like, I'll fall for it. Exactly. It would feel terrible. But, like, you know, we all know, like, yeah, dude, she, like, the whole thing of, uh, um, I read in Boy, little side road possible here read a a, a snippet from carrie mulligan uh saying that uh like this was the first nude scene that she had done whoa and uh beyond that i believe she said this is the first time she had seen herself nude since she was nine what i think that's what she said she not mirrors in her bathroom i think that's like what she seemed to be revealing in what i saw or she had like it's a wide angle shot maybe she meant something like that like uh, it's it more i more got the sense of like this is a person who has a complex relationship with clearly self image which wow. like i think is common enough right sure i mean yeah uh, i i did see a popular comedian stavros halkius uh the <laughs> a, a comedy I, I saw him do shows uh couple He's days ago naked well he, he was talking about uh having like reverse body dysmorphia <laughs> and like as a, a similarly framed guy like i fucking know what he's talking about dude. really like yeah dude whatever i like get out of the shower you're just like, like i up? will just like stand and stand I'll be, yeah just i'll be like chub up a little bit look at us dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah fucking king look at shit. all this man it's good to be the king but what a what a fucking gift that interesting <laughs> my greatest regret is that i cannot have sex with myself yeah, yeah. um and like but then like someone like carrie mulligan who's like obviously like objectively like on the other end of the spectrum and she's like i haven't seen myself naked since i was nine i can't bear the fucking sight of it that's why i know right yeah wow um but uh she she said she but she was like but i did it uh because fucking um that's the character you know like for sure yeah Yeah, like she desperately needs attention you know like she just has like it's constantly like to everyone around her it's just whatever the bigness biggest signal that she can flash like she's flashing like hey me over here please and so like yeah dude of course the guy saying that she looks nice in a dress is enough you know like that's exactly what she wanted to hear yeah yeah that's a good point um 
I, uh, I, I've i never mentioned this on a podcast before, or I don't think I've talked about it. I, I don't know. I mean, I surely mentioned it to my wife before, because it does feel like such fucking attention-seeking behavior, and like uh, attention-seeking behavior is uh, what, what got us these consequences in the first place. But because the movie does deal so directly with it, I feel like it'd be almost dishonest not to mention. I definitely, um, not like that, not like a serious attempt to kill yourself kind of thing. And my scars don't look like hers, but I fucking, I cut myself as a youth. Really? Yeah. I mean, you know, if know you're that. like fucking staring at my wrist, you can't see it. It's, uh, I think well, it, seeing know. hers, like it's fuck, you know, hers are like the other way. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I was not making a serious attempt to, uh, yeah, to die. Still, you still have scars as a grown man. That's pretty serious. Yeah. No, they were deep cuts. Damn, uh, dog. I didn't know that. Like, he's like, you know, I grabbed a straight razor from the garage. Holy like, shit. It's kind of like, I, I bet this will come in use later. Whoa. Uh, it was like, a, in. I mean. Did you go to the hospital? No, no, no. Did no. your parents know? No. I mean, like, you know, like, oh. people could, like, see walking around the next day. Like, Damn, it's not like dude. people ever have questions about, that? like. I mean, obviously, I've asked myself that a lot, yeah. right? Um and like you know ask myself like i didn't know that i mean obviously you know like all this shit we did when we were 14 it was like i'm deeply curious as to why i'm doing this and i have no idea mm-hmm. um but i mean the like straightforward is like there was a menu of things that i knew like the depressed people did yeah yeah and yeah. like they're doing it for a reason like presumably it helps some of them I don't know yet if I'm one of them or not. So like, I'm just going to go down this menu and like try more or less all of them until like something works. Like, you know, that was certainly, I think a lot of the thought behind doing drugs, you know, like that was definitely like a conscious thought. Yeah. Uh, whenever, like I was thinking about whether or not I would be willing to do pot. And I think it's a sim, I, I think it's the same kind of thing of like, I knew that was something that depressed people did do and you know, like fucking, let's try it like it wasn't like i had like a fervent desire to do so you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's it's not like something about it was like i don't know whatever but like it was just like dude i'm like gotta questioning my else. whole life right now what do you mean like should i stop smoking pot am <laughs> i just smoking pot because it's been a thing because i was thinking as you were saying that i was like that's definitely what it is like i really agree with what you're saying and i was like i think when you get like an epstein it's just like, or whatever your addiction is, but like in Epstein is like when going down that menu, just like it hits your biology, like in that very specific way where it's like lock and key. And it's like, you found your thing, like cutting wasn't your thing, you know? Yeah. It's just yeah. like a thing you did, but you know, probably smoking pot is closer to your thing. Sure. Uh, in terms of lifelong stats. Uh, yeah, I mean, once not. I got out, I wanted to, and then eventually did smoke pot again. I've never been like, boy, that was fun. Let's get back into it. Wait. The oh, oh with the cut. <laughs> yeah. wild, dude. I do sometimes, like, uh, it's probably been at least, it's probably been like seven years since I smoked a cigarette now. But uh, every now and then, I still, the fucking goblin will rear its head in my psyche and be like, you know, it would go great with this. Uh, 
But like, I never do it. And it is kind of funny to like think about that, but to, to think about grown man cutting, doing that, like, you know, you're relaxed. This is such a nice Saturday. You know what we get? Just a little slice. Like, you know, like, yeah, no, that's, I got to call my sponsor. That impulse has never, <laughs> never crossed my mind at any point. I yeah. mean, like it was. If it, it has, please call the hotline. It definitely was like a complex, like uh, experience. You have know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It did hurt, like obviously, you know, yeah, like it fucking sucked. But like, and like I, I, it was like I was just <coughs> I was such a like pussy about being hurt back then. I mean, it's still now, you know, yeah, like yeah. like if I fucking roll my ankle, if like everyone around me is going to know about it, I'm going to complain <laughs> loud, like ah yeah, you know, yeah like yeah, just yeah. constantly uh yeah. I, it's i don't like it about myself but i can't help it i mean like whatever i'll i'll, I'll, I'll try and work on myself you ever I'm not here to make excuses yeah well dude i mean your origin story is so sorry to cut you off after i just no, no, asked no. you that question but the circumcision origin <laughs> is like i wish i didn't know that like as a writer i just wish i could use that for somebody's there's like that what you you could tell any male story from that i came in the pain you know yeah dude with that's, your dick that's all that's all i've known you literally came into existence fucking pain yeah like ugh, it's crazy dude i got i think i might have mentioned this before so i, mean, I don't want to derail us i got in a bit of a tiff over circumcision we didn't we get into all this yeah i don't know <laughs> if it was on the thing but yeah 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 and I, in fact i don't think that it was whatever um, dude but that's fine yeah because that's how it came up originally i was like i have a circumcision story for when we start recording what oh yeah yeah okay what if they circumcised your balls just made your ball skin like super tight yeah, <laughs> like you got extra. Go, go on. What? Like I'm saying, like, what if that was the thing they cut off? What do you mean? What if? Just like mostly ball skin. Okay. It'd just be interesting. You'd have really tight balls. I think your ball, I don't the think elasticity I is good though. Yeah, you I, want that? I would think so. Yeah, but it's like we cut up the dick anyway. anyway. And we should stop. I agree. That was kind of my point in the tiff yeah yeah why are we doing it that's what the movie shame is all about i got the quote you i don't think you're ready for this quote okay I, i'm willing to try it nonetheless this is on imdb all right i don't wear a bikini on the beach i wear jogging shorts and a t-shirt i literally have not looked at myself naked in the mirror since i was 12 years old i'm horribly uncomfortable with things like that and i've definitely never been naked in front of my family wow yeah interesting Carrie Mulligan is. Yeah, she says, unless it's. uh, uh, Sorry. That's all. I was just lauding her. I've always been quite staunchly feminist about taking off my clothes in a film. I always felt like, unless it's completely appropriate, then it's just gratuitous. But I read the script and it was 100% who she was. She's a character who wants to be seen. Yeah. Yeah. For her to grab a towel, well, use the towels next time. That was a loaded line. Mm. Uh, You know, because. And there was like, uh, he like pauses for a beat. Like, it's almost like a, a brief freeze frame, like where he like, it's a, you can like hear a click in his head almost of like, that is significant, but I don't know how. And then he like holds his baseball bat around like what looks like a pink towel, you know, like right after that. Pretty interesting. Yeah. What was, like, was that her scarf that he's like picking up and smelling? Yeah, I think so. But to me, it looked like a bloody towel. 
Like a little foreshadowing. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's what it was. He wants yeah, to be see, close to her. See, that's the okay. Yeah, I mean that is interp. I, that to me was just like he just can't help himself. Like, if he has any like opportunity to like fucking participate in his little fucking ritual. Yeah, yeah. The definitely. fact that it's his sister doesn't deter. Like, it's not that he likes that it's his sister. It's that he doesn't care. I think. I don't know, man. I mean, I don't think people who are in addiction, you know, suffering from addiction are possessed by demons, but it's kind of like they are, they, it's like a good metaphor at times. It's like, there's a him there acting, but it's like a, I don't know, man. It's like compulsive behavior. It's not really you and not in the sense of like a defense against responsibility. Like that's not who I am uh but it's like there's a dissociative sense of like have you ever like known you're making a bad decision and it feels like kind of glassy like you're like watching yourself do it you know sure I mean? yeah, yeah. I think, <laughs> definitely i think it's like that a little bit with him like especially with the zone out on the porn and stuff like i don't know maybe i am telling on myself there but for uh whenever we were trying to you know conceive a child and you know eventually succeed uh-huh um like you know it's just all sorts of fuck you like you read the books and they're like it increases your chances if you do this this or this right uh-huh. and like one of the things is like you're supposed to like you know have had a like you know wait a couple days right like a couple days before you have sex yeah like you want a couple days worth of semen built up a couple but not much more than that right correct yeah, 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 yeah. okay because at a certain point they're no longer virile yeah yeah okay um and like it's not like 99 percent. 99 is probably too high most of the time uh like it's whatever you know like i was certainly able to stick to that but like the times you don't it's just like that's the experience you know of just like like it's i'm, most I'm not of sure the, i'm fine well just like there was times i knew i wasn't supposed to masturbate like i like oh. my my rational mind like you know like if, you, if i'm sitting down like unaffected by desire I'm like, well, I do want to have this child, and I understand that the increase, the chances increase that we will have a child if I don't masturbate right now. But I'm like, oh shit! Uh, but but I fucking anyway. feel like it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. there's just not many other times. I mean, like, I guess, like, you know, I I don't struggle to like, like, it's not like during work I just can't help it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. And whatever. I and all this stuff. I I I say that, and then I imagine the person who has the opposite experience, just like looking down crestfallen that they're they're the podcasting heroes are acting <laughs> like they're so like oh, i no, want to be just clear saying, yes i understand we love what everyone. you're saying for that uh, listener yeah i feel you <laughs> yeah yeah but like uh i for the most part like like i you know just fucking uh you know having a, a nice session at the end of the day like there's no there's no reason not to and there's no like reason to feel shame if you do you know it's, yeah, it's not yeah, like there's yeah. a, i'm not trying to control not doing it jerking like, off to porn it's genuine shame is hard to come by kind of <laughs> sure you yeah because it, it kind of is like sanctioned yeah i feel like that's why our society is so desexualized now it's like you can't get a you know i don't know you it's want weird. it more sexualized no not really actually I think this might be okay for me now. Uh, but it is kind of weird when you see the young people, like, where it's like, again, it's also like the media is reporting on it. So who knows what regular young people's lives are like. 
But I mean, uh, the teen birth rate is like falling precipitously. Yeah, it does seem like uh, you know, there's that's one of those like I mean, I guess you could imagine some way to like manipulate that, but it seems pretty straightforward. I'm telling you, watching Twenty Somethings Austin and having used to watch like Real World in the '90s, mm-hmm. it's like half of the cast of Twenty Somethings Austin was like basically virgins. Like one, like it was like a plot line. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that, uh, you know, the the problems that plague Brandon in this movie of having a, a distance from other human beings and yeah. the absence of a real connection. I, I think it's fairly obvious to me that that, like, over the sweep of history, that you know what we think we want is further isolation, like based on our actions, or you know, I mean, like, just think about how communal living used to be. Mm-hmm. you know hundreds of years ago well that's uh, what shame is versus man. what it is now you know like we're, we're heading in one direction and uh i don't know man uh, it seems like a, a definite uh byproduct of that direction they tell the, you that you should be ashamed but you're not you're going to make less you're going to be less good at making connections and you know difficult yeah. to have sex without making a connection of some kind yeah i agree difficult to have meaningful sex certainly i read this morning that shame is a it's about it like a it causes you it's like a withdrawal response like guilt is when you do something in your community and then you make like an external reparative gesture whereas shame is like you don't deserve to be part of the community and you withdraw away from it and i was like that's like the movie shame sure um just the the whole scene with the waiter like uh, i i'm in the waiter, the like the dude. Yeah, well, I mean the scene of like the date, the date, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. the waiters' the interactions, waiter interactions in were weird as shit, dude. They yeah, were, I, so that, that stood out to me. And that that was like when when I was watching it on the weed and like it was starting to click into place. My big epiphany that I, I think that this might be about him, you know, having trouble making connections and solving it in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The waiter does make it because. I think that the waiter is having the same problems and having the opposite reaction to them. Like he clearly is not like doing a good job of smoothly interacting with other humans. Yeah. And he kind of does the opposite. Like he asks a question when he actually wants to make a recommendation. Exactly. Yeah. He can't act. You know, like the, the, in the way that whenever like Fassbender is supposed to talk, but can't, He's not supposed to talk, but does. You know, like whenever they're just discussing yeah. the wines together, and he's like, "Oh, the the Pinot Noir." <laughs> yeah, that was rough, dude. Yeah, oh, that was rough. Yeah, and I, I that 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 was like really driving home the contrast of like you know that the like Fassbender just talks so infrequently compared to this dude, and like True. you can tell that Fassbender is just beside himself, aggravated. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And like it's it's because like you know whatever whatever you see someone dealing with the same problems but uh taking the opposite tact, it does feel like a challenge to the way that like it's it's them in their actions saying the way that you deal with this is wrong. It's not sure, the yeah. best way to do this. And like that's such a difficult message to receive. I've never done good receiving it. Yeah, I can either. think of a lot of times I've been fairly mad in that, that sort of situation. Yeah. And so yeah, that that was like, you know the the germ of like he's he can't he doesn't know how to communicate if he can't communicate he can't connect if you don't have meaningful connection in your life then it's you're missing key ingredients and he's trying to fill that in but like it's just it's not going to work for him yeah i think that's right makes it worse too 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Because then you know you're fucking like, how are you going to connect with someone whenever you're carrying around like that? There's there's this second like there's who I actually am. This thing that you can never ever see. Yeah, like yeah. if I not if I have my way, will you ever fucking see yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but like, but we're supposed to. I don't know, dude. I I feel such sympathy for someone in that situation. Yeah. Like, I don't, you know, I mean, whatever. My life is uh, imperfect in many ways. And like, I think you know, we're all in this situation. My, uh, I, I don't mean at all to uh, hold up that like I, I, I have a, a perfect marriage or anything. There's lots of fucking, you know, whatever. There's, but I do, like, at the end of the day, you know, there's times whenever we're like uh, in sync better and there's times where we're drifted apart and like it's always happening, whatever. Sure, sure. But like I know that like it, it at, I do have people that understand me, you know, like in a way enough for me to like not yeah. feel like I have to jerk off at work, you know, and like I, <laughs> I'm just fucking, uh, you know, I'm grateful for that. Absolutely, man. Yeah. The, I've, I, I've lived at various removes, you know, distances from people in my life. Yeah. But um I am grateful to say that I've I've been able to relax some of those guards over the years and I'm so grateful to live with my family now, dude. I'm so glad I don't live in a fucking corporate box. Like, dude, having a kid is so sick. It, it really is nice. But you have to be open to them, man. They're coming to you with an open heart. Imagine if like you, I don't know, I, I'm, you know, you just think about how people end up the way they are. And it's like, uh, it's hard to imagine that you could turn away a child coming to you with an open heart, let alone hurt them, unless you yourself were hurting. Like how bad must you be hurting for that not to register with you that way? But then uh, at, on occasion, I'm, I'm at home and my wife will have to be like, "Hey, she's she's talking to you, dude." You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I do, I do know what you my mean. It happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. So is she learning? Like, oh, daddy, you know, no matter what, you're always going to need to do something for attention. You know, or like, I doubt it. You know, it's not like a chronic, like, all, literally all day. It does happen a good amount but, but uh, for me at least whatever happens once yeah it's it's right to that cycle of like well the message they've received and in what it feels like then is the only message i've ever sent is that i'm not paying attention when like obviously that's not true but that's how it feels you know what i mean mm -hmm, like that is yeah. the the what's going yeah and then you don't want to like overdo it or like i worry sometimes like i'm pretty sure okay if, if my daughter's like doing something cute enough or like really cute and you know i i get my phone out like where it's like clearly in reaction to what she just did she'll start amping it up, like amping it up it's like the phone is the highest praise you can give her like oh i got my phone out boy you i know? wish we had that thing like i love taking videos of her and like i don't know i've i love it so much that i, I understand the the pitfalls of what you're saying it just but worries like, me i just want that good shot and yeah, like yeah, she yeah, yeah. half the time like just appears to have no reaction pretty much yeah, like yeah, definitely yeah. is not like uh, doing it again. Like you know, I mean, it depends on what it is. It doesn't happen all the time. I take plenty of candid videos where she refuses to do the occasion. You know, the thing I thought I would get, but um, man, that waiter's—he so, looks like a guy I know who kind of like talks kind of like that, but it, you know, is a little smoother. Much uninsult the man. <laughs>
See, I just, I'm trying to like go back and see if it's. See, uh, I don't think that's the coworker. I think it's more like, to me, that's for the listener. We're looking at where he's seeing the person in the high rise. Having yeah, because I'm, I'm still interested in this question because the other like important element of it is that he has sex with the coworker that exact way. No, he doesn't, dude. He's well, he never tries sex to. With yeah, it. yeah, yeah. No, you're right, but like he's clearly taking her there to do that. Is it the same building or just the same? No, it's a different rise? building. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's it doesn't the same need like, to be. Kind I agree. And you see the two people below. Yeah. So like the guy, whoever's on top of the triangle, is the guy fucking that everyone else can see. Yeah, you just know? there. I mean, like, like okay, that's so the that's next what scene. Will make me sorry. I'm just saying he's seeing that he's like, okay, on some level, he's like, that's what I want because that's what the top guy has. Like, bro, let me get my phone while you're saying what you're saying. I did, I took a picture of one thing while I was watching the movie. I don't. I think the shot is uh, not going to help us in terms of answering this conclusively because it, she's just not clear enough to know whether or not that's her. But, uh, I, I think that the as far as answering the question whether or not it's her, the the looking across Manhattan at Brooklyn thing is what's key there. I like think, why why is that seen in the movie otherwise? Yeah, I mean I don't know about the you know what I I'm didn't even about? know it was Brooklyn. See, I mean I could be wrong, but uh, I think it could be a lot of things. I mean, you know, the, like this gazing. That's you know New York kind of represents like desire and the water is a gap. And, you know, he's been putting gaps between himself and his desire all of his life. I mean, it's a beautiful yeah. shot, but I, I don't know. It's, there's nothing else in the movie that's like, I mean, I guess maybe like the opening scene. But all the stuff, they man the one amazing thing about the movie is they manage to pack in meaning and stuff like that to stuff that is propelling the plot forward in a direct way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this, no, I agree. This to me would stand out as a time whenever they're just like being symbolic. So I, I'm wondering, I'm like, is I, there something? I think the movie is drawing a connection between being the king of the hill, top of the heap, like in the New York, New York song. And the financial center of the world, you know, he does some weird, vaguely financial job. And it's like the whole purpose of this city is where is a, a twisted sublimation of a natural, healthy, you know, desire to connect with each other. And instead we're putting it into capitalism and, you know, further atomizing ourselves to the point where we can't even articulate the problem we're having, you know? And so he's going now we're watching him after looking across at the financial, you know, the symbol of the symbol, he's now going into Hades of that desire he's gonna go hit on what hit on the woman is this when he does that go no get this sucked is off he's the watching the the oh you rewound it yeah yeah oh okay never mind sorry uh i was like getting confused so when he uh you know this is more i have been on the language of birds lately uh, mm -hmm. and you know, for in critical analysis, making letting yourself be free associative. Mm -hmm. So I do think like it doesn't matter if it's her if it reminded you of her. You know what I mean? Like, it does uh, feel crucial to the plot whether or not he's stalking the woman that he goes. Yeah, on yeah, with. yeah. To me, it's the movie becomes a giant failure. You're right. If if this is because I don't think he's a stalker like that. That's kind. That's like Joker. Uh, I mean, you know, I wouldn't. You know. When it, like the this thing in the subway, like what happens if he catches her, dude? Yeah, that's true, but he doesn't. 
and you have to think he kind of could. No, you know? I think he's got. He's like pushing people out of the way. Yeah, I know. But if you're trying to max out, like take yourself to the edge, you can kind of have a way of like knowing exactly where it is. You know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, I'm putting away my screenshot because I don't want to share it anymore. It, it doesn't make as much sense as I thought it did when I took it. Okay. Uh, but but so why? Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. What? Why? Why do you think uh, that he has the problem having sex with her? I think because well, it could be a couple of things. For one, it's like if emo if actual intimacy is what he wants, but is terrified of. He has it with her more than anyone else in this movie, except his sister. Uh, they yeah, have that, I great, agree with that. They do have a good conversation. He shares things about himself, where he's from, other experiences he's had. Like he's learned about her as a person. They haven't had sex, uh, and so you know, it, it's like a if what and you're, like she's explicit that she wants the kind of connection that has eluded him that he doesn't <laughs> know how to have. Like whenever, she, whenever he's like, you know, uh, I don't believe in relationships, and she's like, well, then why are we here? Like obviously she's there, right, right, to make that kind of relationship, you know. Yeah, yeah, I think that's true. I think uh, it's like uh, also like we were saying, like when he's like, would you want to live in the past or the future? And she's like, now. Yeah. Uh, it's like there's like. It's not just a sex thing. It's like a life thing. It could be the sympathetic versus the parasympathetic nervous system, but it's like fast life versus slow life. You know what I mean? Like when you're like doing something nuts versus when you're like slowing down and enjoying something. <clears throat> and there's like frantic sex of like, let's do this before either of us realizes that we're going to regret it. And then there's like, let's be here and enjoy this experience together. And to do the latter, you have to like slow down, pay attention to how you're breathing, like look into each other's eyes and you know, all that. And it's like, that I think for him is like, you're, it's just too scary. You know, it is like there's a nervous system reaction. The blood will not go to your dick if it needs to be like powering flight. Um, <clears throat> but also like your brain, just even if you're calm, if that's what's scary, I think it just won't let you. Yeah, and, and we do watch him have sex several times, and uh, notable, it's certainly not like the, the physiology I'm making works. a connection kind of thing. You know, like <coughs> yeah, he's just hammering as hard as he can. Yeah, yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah, well, and dude, in the, I think I can't remember where I got this. I don't want to. Not everything is from that book I read, but like I, there is a distinction between like operating as a phallic symbol versus like a living organic penis male you know what i mean you got to go from a from like a fake phallus to like your actual dick and did you notice like she's like you know he has the baseball bat she calls it a fucking baseball bat and like the scarf forms like a pink ring that he penetrates with the bat you know and it's like her cancer is like uh, the worst kind. It's of the something with a V before Fulver. he hangs up. Yeah. Well, I think that's what she was saying. Like it. I don't know if you want to take this as uh, whatever, but in the the first time I was watching with subtitles and it did. Say oh, okay. Vulva. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, I'll take that for what it's worth. Either way, yeah, I think it works. Like it's like there's like a violence to sex for them, or for him especially. Yeah. Um, where it's like, and I think there again, it's like if if it happens too early there is like a learning disability is a good analysis or a good analogy. I got that from uh, 
this lady, Maya Salovitz, who wrote a book about the troubled teen industry that came out, like, you might have still been at Excel. It came out right when I got out. But uh, she writes about addiction, too. And I think there's something like it, in True Detective season two, there's like a good montage at the end of an episode where, uh, what's her name? Rachel McAdams is looking at porn, like basically the way Brandon does in this. Mm -hmm. And like a bunch of other characters are looking at whatever their kind of fixations are. And it really does drive the point home nicely, kind of in some way, these people were hurt by the thing they're obsessed with, uh, but they felt good too. And they don't understand how those two can be together and like it's scary and it's what's driving them they don't understand how it's driving them and i do think that's why it's like the the voice of like i'm calling to you brandon this is me while he's urinating in the beginning it's like that's an in-between moment of stillness that he rarely gets and that may be what he's chasing like he just those glimpses of that voice to be like how do i get out of here that's why i think the subway signs are so sick you know where they're just like there's new ways all the time. Just just look up. Uh, and I don't know. It's possible. It's impossible if you don't look up. I think that the movie will, it gives you at least that. Yeah. Uh, whether you can or whether it becomes possible, that's scary that you can look in it and still I not mean, I think it's possible, but like possible and, you know, it's a small chance, right? Like, yeah. I'll, I don't think he figured it out right fucking then. You know, another thing, though, well, I guess no, I was going to say he always pursues. We never really see him be pursued. But that, the woman in the bar in the first scene kind of comes at him pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I take that back. Yeah, and I mean, like, just to continue on, like, the, the do I think that he had it in the end or uh, did he pursue that woman in the end or not? Um, like, he discovers that he does have, like, a connection with his sister, but... I don't know that like he feels seen, you know, like I, I, he, he learns that he loves her. I don't know that he learns that he is being loved, which like it's, it, then it feels like we have not solved the central problem. And so how would he not continue to be in the behavior? You know, like yeah, he's think, kind yeah, of like, point. you know, the, the, the door of light is, you know, I mean, if he can love her, then he can probably figure out a way to get someone to love him. You know what I mean? Like, the door is cracked like we're we're on step one of a journey but like i i it doesn't feel to me at all like we're progressed in that journey enough that he's out of the cycle yeah i think one of the things like uh the problems with desiring the desire of another is that as soon as you get it it becomes like kind of worthless you know oh yeah yeah and absolutely. so like that's a central part of the whole thing right yeah yeah def yeah and so like uh I, I would hope that and when you he know, had him, he just wanted it that one time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and so, like, maybe he could. Hopefully, on at some point or on some level, I would like to think like he's like, why was it that you know once I couldn't take her for granted, I realized something was so wrong with me. Like, why did that become an emergency? Uh, because that really like that's the chase, man. It's you know what I mean, like. That woman on the subway, why is it so important to you that she be interested in you? Like, you know, it, if you can't, you got to start asking that question or you're never going to get out of the the 2-8 cycle, you know? Uh, I, I like this movie, like, whatever, maybe I'm, uh, you know, revealing my own uh, cards here like I was before about, you know, like... Um, just it's impossible for me to imagine a woman on a subway being like, boy, I hope you stared me down. <laughs> um, 
But like, uh, whenever I think about like sad sex stuff, it's more the people who just aren't going to have it ever in their life. That's a tough one. And so the fact that they have a movie about like sad sex stuff where it's about a guy who just gets it constantly. Like, I think that it would have been hard. I I don't think I could have conceptualized this movie. The intel's are trying to hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so, like, I just hats off to him for pulling it off. Once you see it, it's not like you're like, eh, whatever, fucking first world problems. Those are some bad problems. I don't want them. Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. Do you not wonder? I, I wonder what the incels think about this movie. You know, the red pill guys. Because I really do think... I, I don't mean, find their thoughts on too many subjects to be valuable. They're interesting just to... Not anymore. They, there was a time when the, it was it was interesting to know that that was going on. You know what I mean? Like I mean, it, I feel like, it, like it, it, it always felt to me like they were just... Like if... Because I remember, you know, everyone I knew whenever I was 13, like, was like, you know, these girls should all definitely be having sex with us. None of them are. <laughs> like, this is total fucking bullshit. Okay. Like, yeah. you know, and like, it just, if we had not stopped thinking, I mean, you know, like, if, if we just stayed stuck there, then I'm sure we would have, like, spun up, like, a little bit more, like, complicated philosophies around, you yeah. know, like, what, but um, we're halfway there already, you know, like, as a 13-year-old. And so, I don't, I don't know, like, that's why none of it felt, like, to me, it's just kind of like, you guys didn't progress past the point that... Uh, you know, I just didn't find like impossible to get past. Yeah, you know, whatever. Not trying to yeah. brag. Not trying to put them down. No, no. I know you've had sex, dude. I, have I mean, had it's sex, pretty impressive. Yeah. I, I, I have said. a kid. Yeah, that's how I know. So there's the one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I know. I don't know. I think when I first found out about, I knew about the pickup artist guys. I mean, obviously. Sure. Uh, I was living in Austin when that show aired. Because you'd seen Magnolia. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh. But, like, when I found out about the Red Pill guys, I was like, I got to see this for myself. Like, this <laughs> sounds no pretty doubt. interesting. That's what uh, you said. Like, I mean, same with incels. And just when I learned that that existed, that was pretty interesting. Like, just as a community. But so some of them, I do feel like they kind of have their own version of, like, putting a distance between their desire, though. Like, they'd rather be online talking about how sick Chad is and how they don't stand a chance because of him, you know, rather than improve themselves and get like a pretty girlfriend, but maybe not the the 10 out of 10 model, you know, the, that the internet has told them like anything short of that is a failure. You know what I mean? They've got to get out of the quantified realm. Just go get a bay, dude. Get date around though i feel like that's another yeah 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 both true but yeah, yeah. like uh fucking Intel guys obviously right like that's my life coaching session for them yeah get I a girlfriend the, the obvious <laughs> thing is like that you're you know not ever needs to like you, there's a lot of ladies out there dude when i got out of excel i remember like talking to my friend and he was like i want to fuck every girl like when we go to this party or whatever and i was like i want to meet a girlfriend i would like one girlfriend you know that's all i wanted at the time i'm feeling at the time now well you know i mean i was a young buck i (laughs) (laughs) um 
What's the fuck? Like the cartoon he's watching during the argument with her is so fucking weird. What oh, the fuck's dude, I thought going that was on? So, well, I don't want to like diagram it out or like try to remember it, but it definitely like there's a big, it looked to me like there's a big spider and two little ones. And it kind of like follows the rhythm of their conversations. And there's a big spider in the boss's office, like a, a picture, like on the other side of his office from like where the, the spiraled out parking lot is. So I felt it was like, because it is, even when I first saw the movie, I remember like drunk in 2011, like in my downtown corporate apartment, just being like, something's up with this fucking cartoon or something. I, <laughs> yeah. I think it's maybe about their relationship, you know, but not really knowing much more beyond that, but be like, oh, I think something's going on. I don't have much more than that this time either. But I don't even, I don't even come close to that. I don't, I don't know. I definitely think there's something about like the dad and the spider looking like uh, sta uh like as a stand-in for like the inhuman aspect of desire. Like it's transpersonal and it's beyond who we think we are as humans. Like that movie Enemy, I think, gets at it. You, you've seen that, right? Yeah, I was. Yeah, I, I know, know that we talked about it whenever we did uh, Prisoners, and I, I couldn't remember if you'd seen it or not, but now that I feel answers like, my question. Like the shock of seeing this. They do have a little bit of a spider thing in that movie. I don't know if you like picked up on it. switching out women for it, and you know, you get your desire, and you're, as soon as you get it, you're confronted with the spider, dude. Oh, you got your desire. ha, ha. Get away from me. This thing I wanted that organized my existence. Yeah. You know, I have it. Now I'm, it will organize it in the negative. I will yeah. flee from it. I just, I know I've already said, but I just want to hammer Like, yeah, the, the fucking, the sexual desire organizes his existence. That's exactly what's going on. Like, you just, like, the there's two different guys. There's two different Brandons. Like, there's yeah. the one when he's just fucking floating around, I can't talk. And the one that fucking snaps too. And like, exactly, dude. what turns it on? Like, no fucking question. <laughs> the pussy. Um, whenever he is uh, going hard at the lady whose boyfriend beats the shit out of him. That was insane, dude. <laughs> that whole, I what was, a scene. oh my God. I'm um, like, but I, I thought the most notable part of what he says is, uh, he's, it's something along the lines of like, uh, I love it. It's, it's just me and it. He yeah, dude. makes it a point. To, I turned on subtitles for that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The like the inhuman aspect, dude. Like, yeah, like quite notable. Uh, she's just like, I guess, in the room because she has to be at this point. <laughs> yeah, like, dude. unfortunately, you're attached to your vagina, so you're exactly, here. Exactly, dude. Like, yeah, dude. He's just like it, you know, I don't know. He's he, it's not that he loves women, <laughs> you know. Yeah. He yeah. loves vaginas. Yeah. Yeah, but he hates them too. Yeah. Like and that, did you notice like when she, even though she cut her wrists, I guess, you know, in the bathtub, mm -hmm. it's like when he was finally like holding her, he's like punching the sink, like right above her. Mm -hmm. And then like, uh, it basically like looks like her womb is what's bloody. Like the way that like towels organize. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's kind of like you did this with your baseball bat in a way, you know what I mean? Yeah. And she is, you know, back, <coughs> back where she was standing, whatever. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It really is like that was when I was like, this is a fucking ballet, dude. Like, this is just like the climax of the dance. It's a like very good movie. It's a better movie. movie. Like, as much as, yeah, I mean, like, I agree with what you said earlier. We are the two premier film critics of For our real. generation. But, yeah. like, he's just such a better movie maker than I am a movie watcher. Like, it's Steve McQueen. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, the, it's certainly the best movie, like, since it came out. 
like of movies. I don't when did it come out? Like 2010, 2011, I assume. 2011, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Best movie since 2011, like for sure. I'm laughing maybe a little bit because that's a broad statement, but I can't. It's so good, dude. Like watching it, I was just like, it's perfect. Like every note, every frame. God damn, dude. Trey asked me what my best movie of the 2010s was. Might be this. You want to know what I told Trey? <laughs> What'd you tell him? Some, I, I told him Logan. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's a bold choice. All right. It felt I like right. It. Yeah, I just, I liked it a lot. I was fired up seeing it. I've only seen it once. Oh, I've definitely seen it more than once. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, dude, the New Mutants has like a little Logan Easter egg in it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Is that like a whole series? It is, right? No, no, no. The movie, they were going to make a new series, but because it's now in Marvel, it's it's done. They only made the first one. So they made a movie called The New Mutants? Yes. <laughs> okay and it was the last x-men movie we've been through this on this podcast no yes prove it <laughs> I, do, I can't uh but yeah it, it's pretty good i don't know if it's as good as logan logan is the best movie of 2010s all right better than prisoners oh, that's my take okay i mean I, I guess i'm allowed to revise my opinion it is my opinion yeah yeah i'm i'm not sure that i would want to like give a detailed breakdown of why it's definitely better than shame they're just all really good yeah definitely look there's a lot of good movies out there yeah um i was a i, I don't know let me know if it's too personal we can cut it out <laughs> uh i'd love to hear you like you know in this movie there's like the purge cycle of him throwing things away uh-huh it's like not like you know i'm i'm a hoarder more than that you yeah know, like between the two you know but like i don't know how to, could you what, help about me throwing to understand away? yeah like i the, love throwing things away. yeah I, I yeah know, man. i i know you do man i come from a long line of throwaways people who throw stuff away though I whereas think. you know i'd like i mean what I, it's weird because like my parents do have like a ton of stuff but like they were moving houses and i'm like you're destroying my history. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like I was like, don't you throw one goddamn thing away. Like, I need all of it. Yeah, so when I was like five or six years old, my cousin gave me all his He-Man toys. I'm talking like a toy chest full. Yeah. Uh, and I got in a fight with my parents over putting them away. And they told me, I know I was like, I had to have been like six or under because we were in our old house. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, they were like, you should be, you're lucky you have these toys. You should be grateful for them. Like you should, you know, take care of them. You got to put them away. And I felt that a gift had been weaponized against me. This is why you can't trust when people try to give you things always. And I said, you know what? I don't care about these toys. I wish I didn't have them. I didn't ask for them. And uh, I don't even want them. And, you know, and my dad said, well, maybe those kids would like them. And I said, maybe they would. I don't care. And the next day I came downstairs and I was like, where are my fucking toys? <laughs> and uh, my parents told me, I hope you're serious about that. And I think from there, I was just like, you know what? You gotta, you gotta learn to enjoy getting rid of shit because it's, get, it's gonna go away regardless. You know, you can never be too attached to anything. And there's a, a freedom in that. And they can't take that from you. And it's fun to just reassert your identity, you know, but it's not true. It's part of the cycle when it becomes like part of your addiction, 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, it's yeah. Always, it's still always you. Like in but, the middle there, you know, whatever you're t- talking about the benefits, I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't. It doesn't feel like like certainly whenever he's doing it, it doesn't feel like. Yeah, it's like a different thing. I, there's a man who's really in control. But it, <laughs> you no, know? no, no. But it's like it's it's part of it. Like uh, I don't know. Like putting the cigarettes under the tap, you know, or deleting all of your pornography, d- deleting your ex's number from your phone, or. Like, just saying I'll never do this again. Just, like, sitting on the bathroom floor, like, after throwing up, being like, this is the last time. You know what I mean? Or, like, whatever. That, to me, like, the key realization that is helpful for me there is when you're doing that, you have to realize this is just the pole. Like, this is the other pole of that, that story. This, is the, this enables you just as much. Like the feelings that you're getting from this right now are as fake as the feelings you're like running from on the other side. Um, and once you do that, you can't keep doing it or it just, it really sucks. Like it's almost, it sucks to have things pointed out to you because it changes how you go about them, but it's good. So I think like, uh, I don't know, my cousins would always make fun of me for rubbing, you know, buying cigarettes and putting them under the faucet. And they would be like, that's so pointless. But every single night when I did it, I was like, you don't understand, dude. This time, I fully feel like I shouldn't be smoking anymore. So I won't be. Like, you, that's why I have to do it this time. Those other times weren't, you know what I mean? Like, I, I really did believe it. And that's where I'm like, addiction is You don't om- smoke now. Was it like, did you eventually master that or did you try a different tact? Well, I think it's like, uh, no, 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 I, I definitely, so I read a book that isn't really that good, but like, um, I mean, if it got you to stop smoking, it sounds like it's Yeah, it great. worked. It, it, it did work. But like, you kind of, I, when I recommended it to a friend of mine, I was like, you gotta, he's really smart. Like the guy I recommended it to, uh, he went to Harvard law school. So I was like, you oh. gotta turn off Harvard law school. You know what I mean? Like it, it's linear. He's making arguments you will dismantle them like just while you were reading them. But so you have to just kind of get the, get his point, his larger point, which is really what I'm saying. Basically you think you're relieving something when you smoke a cigarette, all you're doing is you're creating the withdrawal that will seem like relief for the next cigarette. Like the pleasure of a cigarette is always just the relief of withdrawal, uh, which you know, because if you trace it back to your first cigarette, it's not pleasurable. It actually sucks. Like you have to get yourself addicted to cigarettes to like them, like to feel physical pleasure from them. It's good to know, you know? Yeah, it really changed the way I thought about it, like overall, but it didn't help my friend. He couldn't turn off Harvard Law, I guess, enough. I think he's like a, basically, you know, he's he's drinking a beer. He might have a cigarette now. Yeah. I don't mean to besmirch him as a smoker, but um, I think the the overall process is for a certain kind of addiction at least, it, it works its way into like your subconscious or like your priors or your schemas, like your unspoken assumptions to where it's not even in like, if you use the iceberg metaphor, it's never bobbing up to the surface to even be considered. And in some ways it like stays below, it keeps itself below, it like gets heavier the more you do it. And so you just like never see that there's an out 
uh, and it never gets into your like your prefrontal cortex. Like uh, if you're in the, I'm really big on the, the sympathetic versus the parasympathetic pathways right now. If you're in the sympathetic pathway, it really is a full reaction. Like there's no, it doesn't even hit your hippocampus the same way to like retrieve learned memories that have become like part of your system, let alone to operate on them or like to work on them. It's just fully like where, you know, what in the filing cabinet do we have when we have anything resembling the stimulus? Let's do that. And so if you, if it's, if your answer for literally your whole filing cabinet is like, we try to fuck it, <laughs> like whatever it is. And it's like, some people just go, they will go through that until they have that breakdown. And that is your one chance to be like, let me put something new in my learning, like in my memory. And then the next time it hits you, you have to realize it's gonna be like the weakest signal ever, but it's the strongest one you've ever gotten. You might not get another dude, so you, you can't let it go. And then it's just, you make a small change. And then, then, then you know, you get a slightly stronger signal. And you know, I mean, it's a process, I think. It's very rare, that's why I think the movie does, it, it's, it credits the audience with being intelligent. It's not the Johnny Cash movie where it's like, and then with the power of love, he never did drugs again. And everyone loved him, you know? Which is cool, I love that movie. But uh, you know, it's just, to me, just the possibility of change is enough to hope for, usually from, from art in this day and age. And then from there, it's up to us. I think it's up to Brandon. Let's go, Brandon, dude. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, just you know to to for a couple other like uh, I got like two more um, points about this general theme that I've been hitting on the whole time. Uh, him getting denied entry to the club. Yeah, that Whoa. was just a very. I mean, it's a very direct like you know. I want communion with others. No, you can't have it. Yeah, not tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was tough, man. Um, and then, boy, like, was the guy that he then... I don't even fully understand it. But, like, was he on the subway? Whoa. Because whatever, like, there's another, like... Whoa. You know, there's three times that he's on the those subways, right? Um, and, uh, like, the first one, you know, in the beginning, then the, the one that we're talking about in the end... And then, like, there's another where he's like, it's there's like an empty seat. Like, I'm almost thinking like he's looking across for a woman, right? Like yeah. he's just finding someone to stare down, and the only person on there is a dude. And I'm not, I'm going back right now trying to look because I wasn't sure and wanted to figure it out. Whatever, this is not the time to be <laughs> trying to figure it out. But uh, fucking, uh, I I was kind of like, is that the dude? Like, and then did he, like, fucking, like, follow him, you know? Yeah. Um, see, I haven't gotten any of the following vibes. I will just notice real quick. See, it's that guy, but he's he definitely doesn't have the hat on there, so I might be. I feel like that dude is lighter skinned than the other dude. I think you're right. I think that he's, it, then stop my analysis that he's looking for a woman and there's not one there. He looked like uh, Jim Wojak in that last scene. You know what I'm talking about? The Who's meme? Jim Wojak? You know the Wojaks, the memes? I mean, like they're, they're the incel guys. Okay. They're like Wojaks that are like, they're incel guys. Like if you Google There's a family called the Wojaks that lived across my grandmother, so this is all <laughs> no, very dude, the Wojaks, for me. Dude. Google, Google Jim Wojak right now. How do you spell Like Jim, like G-Y-M, 
and then Wojak. It's a certain kind of Wojak that works out. That's what Fassbender looked like when he was smoking. He looked like a Wojak, dude. The Wojaks, dude. You see him? <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't know that's their call. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> they got a name? They're, yeah, dude. They're Wojaks, dude. There's one that works out that he kind of looked like he wears a beanie. Like Jim Wojak wears a beanie. <laughs> like, wasn't Fassbender wearing a beanie in that one when he was smoking a cig? Uh, yeah, There's like a know. Jim Wojak that smokes cigs, I think. Jesus yeah, you see him Christ. right there, right there. You see yeah. him? <laughs> dude, he was Jim Wojak, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. You really does look like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What a film. It has um, it all. And then, uh, yeah, I, what, you just. Okay, so establishing the, the, the guy that he has the gay sex with was not following him the whole time. But, like, still, for him to get denied entry to the club and other guys, like, he is, it does, they do show him, like, a couple times. Like, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. guy, like, just staring, fucking, like, just looking for something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, uh, I, I, I think it's fair enough to say that this man probably experiences similar problems. Would you agree? Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, I don't know, uh, God bless them meeting each other. For sure, dude. You know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They both did appear to need that. Then whenever he does go and, like, double team some hookers, I'm like, like, I thought that he was doing that because he, like, just had to get something. Yeah, and then yeah. he's like, well, I did, but also I had two hookers available. Like, boy, we're we're in rough shape whenever it's like, For if sure. you just wait 10 more minutes, you can yeah. get two hookers. And he's like... Well, I can't. Moments unbearable. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, That's tough stuff, man. And then uh, just... Dude, did I tell you I got fucking... I think I got propositioned by a guy in Austin last time I was in Austin. Oh, no. I mean, I you know, I know about the famous uh, Target. The Target man. Yeah, I've told yeah. that story on, the, I think. I don't think so. I mean, that's, we don't, that's a long one. Okay. But yeah, man, I was uh, in Austin. I was going to smoke a joint in the parking lot. Uh, I was in a hotel. Okay, and, all right. Uh, yeah, I'm like, what? Yeah, are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was I was going down the elevator, and a guy gets on like at a floor below me, mm -hmm. and he's like very weird vibes, like just like he's exuding like this that manic energy of like he's not in the now, dude. He's he's barely in his own skin, and he's like he's wearing a Juice World shirt like okay uh, it's like you know the old no limit covers like what they would look like the master p albums and stuff absolutely uh like it was that but juice world i remember the first time like i saw one and like like saw it you know what I mean? like and, uh it was i was going to get the guy that sold me weed down the street okay, okay. i went up to his room bought some weed from him and um he's like you know mom asked why you're here told her it's because you're getting the cd so take the cd <laughs> with you what was it he was some no limit okay i think okay. It, uh no i know it wasn't the carter because i've since have seen the carter and it's not even that was it master p that was my first no limit might record. have been it was like an orange case uh I anyway being dark it was like a cool t-shirt so maybe i was checking this guy out because i'm gay mm -hmm. but i think i was just checking yeah that's the first one i had it was not that. Uh, but like I, I, it was like a cool t-shirt, but it had the result of like my eyes scanning his torso, I guess. And he was just like, hey man, 
you know, like, and he said it, he sounded like Steve-O a little bit. <laughs> he was like, hey, man. <laughs> yeah, who's, and, this, uh, who's the block is hot? Oh, that's what's up. Uh, and he was like, I was like, hey, how's what it going? What a fucking cover. Look how good that is, dude. That is pretty sick, dude. It's so sick. Yeah. Dude, I'm a big fan. I'm sorry, I did not. No, 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 I'm just taking in. I don't mean to give off the impression this wasn't an interesting story. It's not that. It's an you can see where it goes story. from there. So I was just, you know, I was like, "How's it going?" Uh, and he was just like, "Pretty good, man." Uh, you know, I was just meeting up with a guy, and I was just like, <laughs> "Okay." Direct uh, info. All right. And, I, and he was like, "It didn't work out, though." And I was just like, "Great." Okay. And he just like gives me this look and he like literally, I don't know if he did it or I just felt it, but it, he was like, hmm? like, you know, he was like, hmm? he's like, you could be the guy, you know? And I was just like, well, good luck next time, man. You know, and like the, the door like rang right there. I ran out of the elevator fast. Like I didn't know where I was going. I ended up in a <laughs> weird part of the hotel. <laughs> like, was like, that could have been worse. Yeah, well, I didn't want him to like follow me to the open parking lot and then see me smoking a joint and be like, you know, yeah, that's, yeah, that's not what I needed. No, no, no. Uh, even if he was leaving just to see me, you know what I mean? I yeah. just don't need to distract him. He had a mission. Yeah. But, you know, I like Juice World. What can I say? Uh, but, yeah, so my my final point that I'd like to make of any significance on the movie, um, just, and we've kind of been talking about this, but, like, uh, whenever he's, like, running to at the end to, like, because he thinks that she's the one that killed herself on the train, or he's yeah. worried about it, right? Yeah. Um, like... That to me, like it's kind of the first time that it is obvious that, uh, like, until then, it's a bit of an open question about whether or not he the problem. I mean, like, all of us desire connection, of course, but like, does he desire connection or like, does he not have connection because he doesn't know how to make it but wants to? Or just doesn't want to. Like the wanting to is broken. Like something's obviously yeah. broken in him, right? Yeah. Um, and so like do is it the wanting or is it the ability to make? And like that to me is like answering the question. You know, like he does he has a connection with his sister, he wants to have a connection with his sister. You know, like she does mean something to him. Yeah. He's fucking figuring that out on the and he doesn't know it whenever he's arguing with her. You yeah, know, like he's saying, like you're a fucking parasite. Like it appears, it seems like pretty directly. I mean, whatever. Much like you with the He-Man toys, sometimes we say things that we want and we don't actually want them. Sure, uh, sure. But like what he is saying is that you know you're a fucking parasite. I'd be better off without you. Yeah. And then upon that's what the world tells us. Thinking man. about the prospect, uh, he's sprinting like, like begging, yeah. like don't make it be true. And it's that's like you know it's just answering the question flipping a switch whatever like that fucking he does desire this connection like it is just a problem of he has not yet learned how to make the these that and you know hopefully yeah i think this right. is the start of him going down that process you know because yeah. now now that you know like now that your eyes are open that you want it like you know you can't close your eyes once you know that yeah i think you're right it's like once your actions finally do reveal to you that you have values it's like you are sinning if you turn away from them in a way that he wasn't really sinning before that part of the movie. Yeah. I think like, or it's a different 
It's a different thing. Yeah. I think you're right. I think that's an optimistic, you know, kind of way of looking at that. Yeah. Once he realized that that could be true, what he was saying, he realized it was the opposite of what he wanted. That's the, yeah. What a fucking movie. It's quite a film. It is. Cool, man. Is that the uh, is that thing you got anymore? I mean, I don't want to cut you off. You have I think this is good. Maybe our best right. ever. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. We'll see based on how many five-star reviews we get. Yeah, like it's and been subscribe. way too long. Come on, man. <laughs> Whatever, dude. How do you even Get know? on there, dude. What kind of loser checks? No, because I the last review that's up, unless if you've left a review, thank you. I, it's, I don't check every day. Uh, but the last review that I saw is like a guy making a specific reference to an episode that is a very old episode. Maybe they don't order them like that. I mean, none of them are old episodes. Like we started this a year ago. True. But it's like, it's when we're, we were talking about Jimmy Savile or Seville. No, it wasn't even it. that long ago. Oh, I feel like that was like was a, a year months. ago. Well, we've only been doing this for a year. Yeah, I guess. Well, maybe a little longer now. No, no, we started in like, yeah, like we started in January. Okay. All right. Well, maybe anyway. even early February. If you like the podcast, the best thing you can do to support us. <laughs> All right. <laughs>